<laughs> Alright, we here, man. Alright, guys. We here. We're kicking it. What is this? Fuck it. We had a quarter. Episode 25. The RMBS podcast. Podcast by artists. For artists and art lovers. We here. We back. Doing it different. This one's special. Episode 25. We had a quarter. Shout outs to all the real cats from the hood who know about quarter waters. That's another subject altogether. In the building today, we got, hold up, before I get to the guests, we're going to tell you guys what's happening tomorrow. It's Art Hop, so we in here. Broadway Studios, announcements. Check it out. I'm still running a canvas sale uh, on my website. You can, I don't really paint canvases, I paint panels, but you know what I mean. You can catch some discount paintings. Big Cartel, James Earls, all that good stuff. Uh, I'm probably running a portrait sale. I don't know if it's still up. I may have taken it down. Art Hop, tomorrow, Broadway Studios, it's lit. We here. So, you guys wanted it, and actually, you know what, I'm going to tell you guys. This episode was inspired by some high-level fuckery, and we're going to get to that in a second. I have to call the dragons out. Because sometimes you got to call big hitters to get some big points across. So we here, episode 25, we're in the building, down the hallway from where I'm at, we're in studio 23, correct? In the, is that the yep. studio? Okay. It's weird because I'm 13 and you're 23. So you guys know what the fucking vibes are. Episode 12, we had Vic and Masoyan on here. Episode 3, we had James Martin. And you know what? I got them both in the place. How you guys doing today? Good, man. Whoa. Good. Thank you guys for coming out. Yeah, yeah, it's always always fun to come out and hang out. Appreciate it. So, this one we're doing a little different. We got a lot of a lot of history under our belt in the previous episodes, guys. You know, James, you've talked about you know how you started um, and your roots growing up, seeing you know the the lowriders and the different you know uh, how your parents would do like um, the auto body paintings and you know how that ran in your family. Vicky, you talked about, you know, coming from Syria and going into commercial illustrations. But the interesting part is, is you guys have a friendship outside of, and it's actually lasted longer than this podcast. How did you guys meet? Well, we, uh, we both were going to a school, an art school in Arizona, and uh, the school would pair people up to be roommates. And since we were from the same city, they paired us up as roommates. So I actually met him the day that we were hitting the road to drive to Arizona from Fresno. Yeah. yeah. So we had, we got to know each other over a 10-hour car ride. Yeah, man. Yeah. I didn't I didn't think we we're going to make it. We're like in this like 82 <laughs> Celica. Mm-hmm. I was Seven, running on three. 77. 77. Sorry. <laughs> Woo. Damn. This thing was a beater, man. Holy shit. I was praying all the way there. It was, uh, I think it was running on three cylinders, man, all the way there. Mm. Three and, and a half, three and a half, maybe. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we fucking drove on out. So that car, uh, the car that, my high school car was a, uh, was a Camaro. You know, I had an old Camaro, 70s huh? Camaro. Um, you know, my dad is like, man, I can't let you drive to Arizona, you know, in this, in this hot ride car. You're going to wreck into somebody or something, right. try to race somebody. Smart. So he's like, we're going to get you a little Toyota, you know, Ford Banger. Mm. Uh, so we got this old little Celica. And it was like banana yellow. And I was like, I can't drive a yellow car, Dad. So we painted it in the backyard. We painted it white. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and like, two, like two weeks before, I yes. had to go to Arizona. Me and my That's dad painted awesome. it in the backyard. Damn. Yeah. 
So yeah, we got it done, man, and that's uh, that's what I drove the whole oh, the man. whole time we were in college. Yeah, yeah, that little sucker would just run and run yeah, and run. Man. I just had a bicycle. Shit. Mm. Yep. In Arizona with yeah. a bike. Yeah. Two years it was liberating, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just jump on the bike if you want to go somewhere. Yeah, I hear it. I hear yeah. it. So then, so you guys were going to school, doing the art and design thing out there, and then so after that. We get back here, and it's it's interesting because I'm I'm curious. There's like two different that you guys both like. It, looking at your art, it's like wow. It kind of makes sense that you guys both were. It's like you played on the court together. You were training partners. You know, it's both. You guys both have. Um, I would say that you know what you want to paint. When I both when I look at both of your works, it's like you guys know what you want to paint, and you kind of have an idea of how to get there like okay like this is the here are the ways that i want to do it but i'm going to experiment you know whereas like james will experiment sometimes and he'll do uh you know a lot of portraiture but then sometimes he'll do more like um expressionistic paintings and things like that and then i know that they, they will get the point across like one that still um stands uh in my memory was oh man is it it's not called the trail of tears it's like a yellow painting you did and it's like silhouettes of them riding oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. what's the name of that um, painting well that one has to do with the uh, um the dakota uh 38 plus, plus two. two right yeah and it's and it's actually the ceremony right that they do every year and mm -hmm. the title of that one's uh dakota writers yeah. there we so, go dakota yeah, writers so that it, was it's, that yeah thing. it's like a lot of white mm -hmm. and, and like yellow because mm -hmm. it was like a shot like an early morning shot like mm -hmm. in the middle of winter like in the middle of december uh below freezing temperatures you know and fog so yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, and the reason i reference that painting is it's completely different than you know the portraiture that you do but i feel like it goes in the same theme as like you know hey this is who i am this is you know what i'm about and also, thinking with you, it's you have a lot of things that connect. But also, one thing that I noticed with you is you are really um, you're anxious to try new techniques in your painting. And I feel like every time I, I see you doing something, there's like, okay, James, I did this this time. Hey, I did this time. Oh, I'm gonna bust the background down to make it look more weathered. Oh, I crop these things together. I switch some angles. So. You know, it's interesting that both of you guys, I see you guys have their commonalities, but then there are differences, which I can appreciate. But knowing what you want to paint and having a general idea um, is something that, you know, it seems like both you guys have kind of went through that merry-go-round. You're like, okay, here's what I'm doing. Now nah, I just have to add to my portfolio. Um, so really quick, man, let's see. And look, this is how you know it's serious. Guys, this is when you know it's serious right here. Oh, but I'll pull out the docket. I got a docket, man. Yeah, we got a docket right here. Okay, let me see what's going. Okay, all right, guys. So, um, yeah. So what? Okay, so let's start because I know we'll start. We'll kind of do this in chronological order. Uh, James, you were on episode three. We recorded it M Street, right? So yeah. since then, what's kind of changed with you? Okay, so me and my brother, uh, we shared that studio there on M Street. We ended up heading over to Sorensen's. So now we're at uh, Sorensen's Art Studio and Gallery okay. out there. So we got a lot uh, bigger space. Uh, I like to do, you know, a lot of bigger paintings. So we kind of needed more room, you mm. know, and I'm always... As soon as I finished one man, I got the I got the next canvas already toned and uh, and up and ready to go and the next thing going. So I just I'm just like nonstop. So mm -hmm. I needed some more room. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Yep. Now, 
So do you feel like that's having more room is allowing you to, you feel like you're able to work on more paintings or do you work on paintings simultaneously or is it like you do one, you start, finish, start, finish, how does that work? I kind of, I kind of start, finish. Okay. The only time that I'll switch mm -hmm. is if I start having a problem. Okay. You know, if, if what's in my head isn't, isn't hitting the canvas or mm -hmm. isn't coming out the way I see it mm -hmm. in my head, I get frustrated and, uh. I like I, I have a, a painting that I, I started and right from the beginning I didn't like the composition I never got past the uh, the drawing stage of it and I just put it down and I've done two paintings since so that one's still sitting in the corner staring at me but okay. it's uh, I'm gonna go back into it mm -hmm. at some point but I, I don't know what I'm gonna do with it to fix it because it's kind of in my head it's broken it's not it just wasn't wasn't coming out uh, I, I've done simultaneous paintings before, mm -hmm. but it's usually something like that. Like I'll be in the middle of one and I'll have something, uh, some kind of firelight in me that I'm like, oh man, I got this other thing I want to do mm -hmm. and then just kind of switch them. But then I'll kind of work on that painting until it's done and then go back to the other one. So. Right. So Vicky, you kind of, you do the same thing. Like you kind of start, finish, start, finish too, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think um, it's kind of the same habit for me. I don't know mm -hmm. if it was just because of, you know or programmed from way back when, but I, it's just like, it's something that I'm accustomed to, I guess. I'm not sure why, but it's something, you know. Mm -hmm. There's no rhyme or reason to it. Just one of those things. Okay, my question for both of you guys, same question, is how do you guys know when the painting is finished? You want to go? <clears throat> I'd like to hear. Well, for me, uh, so again, man, I've got this... I've got this vision in my head, uh, and it's it can change during the process. You know what I mean? In my head, I see a finish line. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, all right, if I could get there, uh, I'll know it's done. Sometimes I go past it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Sometimes your journey's not done. You know, and some paintings, man, they take you on a journey, you know, and some journeys are a little bit rougher than others. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so it, it, everyone is different, man. It's mm -hmm. like, and I, I'm excited to start a new painting especially if it's a little bit a different idea i'm not sure where that journey's going to go yet or how the journey's going to be mm -hmm. so so i for me it's 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 a process the whole thing is a process and i'll get to a point like even that last one that i was showing you a minute ago i when i when it was done i won't sign it until i know it's done me for me putting a signature on it means i'm not touching it again mm -hmm. so i'll i'll leave a painting on my easel and not sign it for a couple days to a week because okay. there might be um, something in my head saying, you know what, still something you could do with this. You okay. know what I mean? Uh, and then uh, and sometimes I'll, I'll go back into it and then be like, why did you touch this thing, man? It was done. I was like, shit, I liked it better two days ago. Yeah, but, like we, we yeah. talked about before, it's like, you know, a piece can get hot. You know, why did I try to learn how to stop from doing that, you know? Right. Because it can get hot and then you're like, why the fuck did I do that? Mm -hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's a similar thing. I didn't mean to interrupt James. No, no, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, I usually say it out loud. I don't know why. <laughs> really? Yeah, I just say I'm done. Okay. Yeah. But I'll come back to it the next morning or whatever, and then there's nothing else that I can do. If it's a still life, I try and steal everything I can off the piece, and then uh, I would. Um, I would come back the next day and take artistic license. So if I need to add, you know, something, if I need to make something pop a little bit, or, you know, add some contrast somewhere that's not taking place on the piece, 
just to cheat. And, but uh, yeah, you know, for me too. Sometimes I'll uh, I'll put my music on, and I'll switch my music up. Mm. If I'm listening to a certain type of music while I'm okay. painting, uh, like if I'm listening like to, to hip hop or something, uh -huh. the next time I come back in it, I'll be I'll listen like to Mars Volta or something like that, something totally opposite. Okay. And then get in that headspace, you know, then look or or even like like Tool or something Hell completely yeah. different. You know what I mean? They just dropped a new one. Yeah, dude. I, I've been mm -hmm. like that last painting. I, I had Tool going the whole time for that mm -hmm. one. You know yeah. what I mean? So, uh, so sometimes even for me. Like, cause music energizes me a lot. I don't know if it does that for you, but for me, that's a big part of my process is mm -hmm. music, mm -hmm. and and what I've it's like I it's it starts my it starts my process. Gotcha. Like I can't paint like in a total silence, mm. you know. Uh, I I don't know why, you know. And then for me, there's cause I my studio is at home. Well, you you paint you don't paint from home. No, you paint here. I paint here. Yeah. yeah so I paint at home. I've got my uh, studio is basically my. Uh, my dining room is is my studio. I've got okay. I've got two easels in there. My table, all my paints, everything spread out. Uh, so right next to that is where you know my kids are watching TV and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I got the AirPods in and I just I go into my own space. Yeah, and it's and it's like nothing else is around me. Nice. You know what I mean? And uh, but shoot, my wife tells me she's like, man, you'd get more paintings done if you wouldn't dance as much. You know, like, hey, <laughs> Well, yeah, get some oh, music going and start dancing and doing other things and painting, man. It's it's all a big process for me. I'm telling you, it's like, it's uh, again, it's 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 how it's how I cope. You know, it's my it's always been my coping mechanism, uh -huh. and I never really realized it until recently mm. how much how much that helps me. Mm. You know what I mean? So now it's it's now that I that I know and I'm aware, man. I get into my space and I do my thing and I'm just going. Yeah, you know. What about you? You listen to music? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Usually, um, depending on what the piece is, or yeah, what kind of cater to what I listen to, kind of thing. Yep. Talk about the band you used to be in. Oh, uh, I was just a band I played in for. I got during. The recession, we got laid off. I got laid off after working for a design firm in Visalia for 10 years. I, you know, went back to school. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, it was like, it was nice to be back in, in the creative field and not having like a deadline and someone hounding you and mm. clients. So it was just a, another way of being uh, creative. I just picked up my drumsticks and I played for a couple of years, man. Like, you know. Oh, so you're a drummer? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you still have that drum set? I do, yeah. The one you, I, the one I pinched. No, I don't. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you can strike the It was badass. It was a rat rod. It was a matte black. It was he rat rotted it out for me? Nice. He put some red and uh, red and white, red and white stripes on it. Mm. It was a beautiful kit. Got rid of it, man. I have three of them, so I'm down to one. <laughs> <laughs> the wife bitches about that too. Yeah. So. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, James, you're showing tomorrow at our. Are you showing? You're showing our. Are you yeah. Open so, uh, so I have uh, five five paintings down at uh, Arte Americas for the uh, Dia de los Muertos exhibit. 
Uh, and I, I'm, I'm pretty sure that's where I'm going to be uh, with my prints. I think I'll have my prints out there for, uh, for their show. Uh, but I do have, uh, so my, my studio is filled up too, so I do have paintings in my studio. And there at Sorensen's, they have um, a pink show this mm -hmm. month for uh, breast cancer awareness. Mm -hmm. And I have a painting in that show as well. So. Okay, tight. So tomorrow, you guys are hop, check it out. Start out. Sorensen Studio, check out the Pink Show. Migrate up. Holler at Broadway Studio, say what's up to me and Vicky. And then go over to Arte Americas, and that way you can check out the whole squad. There you go. I'm, I'm helping y'all. That's what we're here for. Yeah, I think they're going to have a DJ out there, too. Mm. Yeah. They did last. They did for the last Art Hop. They had um, Cumbia thrown out there. Oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. I'm not yes. sure if they'll be out okay. there tomorrow or not. Oh, so but, so, yeah, so since that's are, just, yeah. that's what we on, right? Yeah. Since that's what we doing here, we actually got a DJ. We got two DJs tomorrow. Uh -huh. I'm, let me talk my shit. <laughs> we got DJ Leonard, DJ Mr. Leonard, put some respect on his name. And we got DJ Nigel coming through. Nigel's going to DJ. Oh, nice. It's crazy. So, shout outs. Uh, yeah. Oh, fuck. My bad. We didn't even. Okay, let me. I do. We're 17 minutes in. The Art and BS podcast, podcast by artists, for artists and art lovers. Shout outs to the people on Apple Podcasts listening. Shout outs to the guys on. Spotify holding us down. The two niggas on Google Podcast. If you guys are still listening, we appreciate you guys. Hold tight. You might have to move over to the web. People on the web, we see you. Keep it going. I just want to make sure that you guys know we haven't forgot you. Back to the regularly scheduled artist. So, you got Prince tomorrow um, at Arte Americas. And then Vic and you have some new wares they're going to be going down, right? Yeah, yeah. I uh, bought a, a, a book price from the 1800s, and I did some uh, limited edition uh, lino cuts mm. called uh, Speak No Evil. Mm. Uh, 20 bucks a pop. How are I? A limited run at 19, and, uh, you know, it's... Extra rare. Extra rare. <laughs> For real. So, yeah. get them. And you, you know what's crazy is... I see them now, and what, what you guys got to realize is a lot of time goes into this stuff. I was working one day, and I came down to just, you know, harass Vic and like how I normally do. And he was working, and he had like three different designs. And then he was like, okay, these two I like, and then this one is the one I'm going with. But all the all of this time, you know, he's, he's hand embellishing. He's trying to figure out what is the best practice. So... You know, what you guys got to realize is we're trying to figure out multiple ways to get you cool shit, but it always takes time to make cool shit. So if you can get out, support these guys because they're they're two of the hardest working artists that I know. And we definitely, you know, we got to support local artists. Shout out to Kumbatron. Um, Kumbatron, fuck with me. I'll do some more work for you if James has already got it. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, I know you got it on lock, man. So moving forward, um, if you guys, so what would you say, like, okay, let's do it. I'm gonna, okay, so James, it's been, you know, I don't know how many weeks, like 22 weeks or something since you were on here. Has, what have been since, uh, fuck, I don't even know what show you were doing at that point. Cause I was trying to, like, I, my, my, goal was to ask you like what are some of the 
outside of you moving the studio. Let's talk about that. What are some of the pros and cons of you being in Sorensen versus you being in M Street? So uh, for Sorensen, again, it was having more space. So what I, what, what me and and my brother, we share that space and kind of what we shout use out to for, Bobby Martin. Yeah, my brother Bobby Martin, man, he's always Bobby. Down. Yeah. <laughs> So, so kind of what we use our space for, kind of like what a lot of what you guys do is just mm -hmm. kind of showcase our work. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So whenever um, somebody is interested in buying a painting, mm -hmm. you know, I meet them down at the studio, uh, private private showings, things like that for people who are interested in paintings. Uh, you know, it's better than you say, hey, meet me at this Starbucks. Over right, here, right, 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 right. Or, or mm -hmm. you got a stranger coming to your house. Yeah, yeah, for so, sure. So that's kind of what we use it for. He doesn't work in the studio either. He works at home. Uh, so we have our walls just filled with work, and it gives me a place to store the paintings. You know, otherwise they'd be, you know. Cluttering up yeah, the house. Cluttering all over mm -hmm. my, my workspace, yeah. Mm -hmm. So I've already got all, every wall in my house is basically filled with art and paintings and mm -hmm. pictures and stuff like that. So, so, that's, so that's what the benefit was, was just having more space to have more work up to be able to, to see while you're there mm -hmm. uh, and then also plugging into that community of artists so mm -hmm. uh, just like what we're doing here man I just I love talking to other artists you know mm -hmm. what they're doing when you when you get around artists and you get that that vibe going mm -hmm. uh, and so you see somebody working on something or you talk to somebody about what you want to do so that's the same thing that I that I do over there I talk to the other people um, see what they're what they've got going uh, and they, they have uh, like a gallery, a juried show every month mm -hmm. um, that's open to the public. Anybody can enter a piece in there. They charge you, I think it's like uh, like $15 an entry or mm -hmm. something like that. Yeah. You know, then they, they jury it and uh, I don't know mm -hmm. if they give out prizes or anything like that. But it's, I think it's like, yeah, I know it's a ribbon, ribbon something, ribbon something. Maybe, something like that. There might yeah. be some money involved or something. Yeah, I don't oh, know. I don't, I don't, I don't yeah, know, I don't know about all that. I mean, oh, he's uh, <laughs> money or anything like that. But it, to me, it's just like... Uh, <laughs> I'm always looking for another avenue to get some eyes on my work Facts. that otherwise wouldn't be seeing my work. Facts. You know what I mean? Yep. So that's why I'm always trying to uh, partner up with other places. You know, I've been at uh, uh, doing stuff with artists for a while. They have these events that they've been doing. I've been out there. Um, they have me come out as a vendor um, as well. So, uh, you know, they'll have like, the, I think the last one they just did, I wasn't a part of that one, but it was like mariachis. Before that, they had a Selena tribute. <laughs> Uh, and so, and that was pretty, that was pretty cool. Uh, so, so I was out there, I had a vendor spot, you know, and I got to see a lot of people. Uh, there, there was some, uh, little kids, man, dressed up like in Selena outfits, wow. you know, and, uh, there was a band that did Selena covers and I, I got to meet a lot of people, um, that I normally wouldn't have met, you know, and every time I talk to people, I'm like, you guys ever go out art hop? And sometimes they're like, no, I want to go, you know, where's it at? You know, and I'm like, it's, it's everywhere, you know, I was trying to explain it to them, but it's, uh, mm -hmm. and then I, I made a connection, uh, with an artist, uh, from Los Angeles Ooh. who just, who just happened to be here to, he was, he was doing a photo shoot for something. Uh -huh. And so he's looking around and he's like, okay, let me see what the art scene in Fresno is like. And he, they happened to be having that event. So mm -hmm. he came by and man, we talked for a good minute. Uh, cool. You know what I mean? So it's always talking to new people, and uh, and he, so even that night, there was this, this older guy. Kind of, he was kind of watching me, kind of looking at my stuff, you know. And then after a while, he finally came over. He's like, well, "So tell me about what you got, you know." So we got into conversation. I told him what I'm doing, you know, what what my inspiration is, huh? you know. And then he he shared uh, a bunch of stories about his life and stuff. Mm. And to me. When you make that connection with people, when somebody connects to your artwork, you know, and then they want to share with you, mm -hmm. like, I love it, man. Yeah. To me, that's like uh, 
more than selling prints or whatever, you know, it's, it's making that, that human connection with people, mm-hmm. you know, and then, and then like somebody, like I, I get inspired to do other stuff mm-hmm. from that too, you know? Yeah. So, and it was, it was pretty cool. The thing that that guy uh, told me uh, at the end of the night, he's like, he's like, wow. He's like, man, he goes for, for a young guy, you know, he, you seem really to know your stuff. Mm-hmm. And for this guy to call me a young guy, it tells you how old that guy is because I'm not a young guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, he's, he's, he's like, from a, a totally different <laughs> yeah. generation. Right, you know yeah. I mean? So, yeah, yeah, he's looking like, yeah, you are young. Yeah. You're like, dang, yeah, man. That's great. Yeah. So mm-hmm. That's always cool, man. It's always cool anytime you can talk to an elder, man, and mm-hmm. they can share something that they've experienced, you know, yeah. because to me, what what they have gone through to get where they're at, you know what I mean, is, is something that you you don't get out of textbooks or YouTube or, or anything like that, you know. So hearing somebody's personal experience is mm-hmm. always always amazing to me. Yeah. And as we, as the world moves forward and as everyone becomes more like aware of people's feelings, right, it doesn't take, like the men of the older generations, it was like, Nigga, you be hard or die. Like, you can't afford to be soft. You can't afford to cry. You can't afford to have feelings because those people die. Like, you have to be like, go in, do your work, and just be a manly man. Like, there's all of this shit, the Great Depression, the recessions, like, social fucked up policies, you know? And then, like, I feel like as things progress, because if you think about, like, our dads, our dads were, like, great A assholes, you know, and then, like, we're, like, nice guys, you know, so it's, like, wow, the next generation, from great A asshole to nice guy, you know what I'm saying, like, to the next generation, it's, like, it's interesting, so, and that brings me to, um, to a topic that I wanted to, uh, to talk to you guys about, but before we get to that, we're gonna have to ask, uh, Vicky, because it's been, Three months since you were on the show. So has so what has changed for you in the past three months? Three months. Mm-hmm. Um, Instagram. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So I just been. I don't know what I'm doing on there, but I'm posting stuff. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a website, so it's handy mm-hmm. to have uh, some work in one place. Um, three months, man. I mean, outside of the studio, lots changing you know uh, looking for a house might have a studio in there mm. uh, so I don't know how much longer I'll be in this studio I plan on you know still painting and maybe more uh, sculptural pieces mm-hmm. but uh, I'm sure I'll still be painting once I get settled in um, besides that nothing really I'm just in here Working as much as I Is can. that painting about pollution? I hate to cut you off, but I just looked at that. Is that I've been looking at? Is that about pollution? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Much. Yeah. All right. I thought so. Yeah, yeah. That's hard. <laughs> yeah. See, man, you eat. Oh man, this guy. I'm gonna tell you guys. Vickens to do. I'll have him. You know, cause he's a neighbor, and if he's here. I'll have him come and look. And he's the guy that'll be like, James, that shit's done, man. Like, don't even mess with it. Like, just go go to something else. Like, that's like, all right, it's good enough. You did what you were trying to do. So it's good to come in this studio and take a look. Um, okay, so one thing that I wanted to ask you guys, and this is a question for both of you, because, and what's interesting, what's cool, is Vic and you work in not only, like, the traditional sense, but you also do, like, digital stuff as well and I know James you've done 
as well, digital and traditional. So I would like for both of you gentlemen to tell me if you think traditional painting is dead or dying. I mean, no, it's not at all. You know, like prior to uh, us talking analog and the photography and what you can and can't do in the digital era is can't come close to analog, you know what I mean? Mm. Uh, it's it's not dying at all. You can't buy any tablet that you could do with a paintbrush. You know, there's just, there's, there's no duplicating that. Uh, so, uh, in that sense, it's, it's, it's not dying, you know? Okay. There's, I, in my opinion, it's just the opposite. Even with, uh, you know, pop-ups on your phone. Now it's gotten to a point where that's just so irritable, people don't pay attention to it, that direct mailers are starting to get a little hotter. Mm. So, uh, you know, there's an appreciation, like the old is the new new. Mm -hmm. So it's a, it's a form that just, it's a lossless file, you know? It's like, you do this, it's nothing digital about it. You won't lose your phone or file. It won't get lost in cloud. Yeah, it's it's timeless piece. It's one of a kind. Yeah, it's just it can't be duplicated. Yeah, in my opinion, it's just the exact opposite of it being dead. It's stronger than ever. Yeah, yeah. For me, man, uh, growing up with that passion to to get your hands in something, right? Uh -huh. to, just to be able to pick up a pencil. And put it to paper and just make something that, you know, that would, can express what you're feeling, mm -hmm. can make you feel better. Somebody else could look at it and feel a certain way about it. To me, that, to me that's always what made me want to be a better artist, mm. right? You know what I mean? To, to be more. Now, when I, when I came out of school, uh, after learning Photoshop, you know, I got into printing, you know, and they're like, well, here's a... Here's a Wacom tablet, you know. Hey. I became the Photoshop guy. Uh -huh. You know what I mean? So yeah, so I for years that's all I did, man. I was just I was, every day I go to work. Everything I did was in Photoshop. You know, all that stuff digital for the longest time. Yeah, I got some questions for you guys too. So, after after we turn off the mic. So 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 even like so I would go to where like all my art would pretty much be digital, and I would do one painting a year. Uh -huh. You know, maybe like a couple drawings in a sketchbook here and there. Uh, but it, but it wasn't until after uh, for me in 2011 when my dad passed, I, I had to get back into uh, to painting right to putting putting something on the canvas and that's when I was like I just decided, all right I'm gonna go I'm just gonna get into to my art I'm gonna I'm gonna try oils but before that point I'd never worked in oils I was always acrylics mm. you know um, and watercolor and charcoal and things mm. like that and digital media but I'd never really done anything in oils so okay. I was like all right so I went and bought some oil paint uh and a, and a book mm -hmm. you know and I was like I'm just gonna do it you know, so mm -hmm. the first painting I did was a was a, a portrait of my dad you oh. know and then just working with it man and I'm I'm so into it now like I haven't done anything digital in a while mm. you know what I mean and if I do it's like to for a t-shirt design or something like yeah. something that I have to do digitally mm -hmm. but if it's art I'm creating it's it's on paper, it's on canvas, you know what I mean? It's something that you could see and feel and touch, mm -hmm. you know? And, yeah. it's, and now, I'm like, man, look at all these years that I missed out that, I mean, how much higher my skill would be 
if I would have started painting like right out of school right. and kept painting this whole time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know about you guys, but for me, it's like I'm I'm in a constant state of learning. You know, I'm learning base. So I just want to learn more and I want to know more. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And I want to every painting I do, I'm like, okay, what can I challenge in this painting? What kind of risk can I take yeah. that is either going to make the painting amazing or make it trash. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's, and it's that, it's that, that I love. And it's those challenges that I've overcome and been able to grow Mm -hmm. that I think, man, if I would have been, if I would have been challenging myself for that, that 20 odd years when I was doing all digital, Mm -hmm. you know, how much higher skill would I have working in oils? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Cause just like anything else, I mean, you, you, you have so much talent uh, that only gets you so far. Then you have to develop a skill. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, Mm -hmm. it's, and just like anything else, whether it was like the first time you picked up an airbrush, first time you got in Photoshop, Mm -hmm. you had to develop those skills. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's like, I, you know, when, before I went into college, my skill was like, uh, you know, pencil drawing and then, and then airbrushing that I'd gotten into when I was in high school, but you start to, to learn and develop those skills. So now looking back, I'm like, man, I I spent too much time in the digital side of things. And I wish I would have been also painting alongside mm, of it you know what gotcha. I mean? so, so, so i can grow that skill yeah yeah mm. and even if you haven't cut frisket in your life people are airbrush artists in photoshop you know mm-hmm. you wouldn't know how to use it properly just because you could click a mouse right um, yeah. so um got to get your hands dirty yeah which and that's the interesting too felt the the interesting thing too is we live in an age where you can like get a, a a plug-in that makes your you know it looks like an oil painting or it looks like an yeah. airbrush yeah. or it looks like you know so there is that you know but you well know. see it, but it's 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 digital mm-hmm. replicating reality mm-hmm. you know what i mean mm-hmm. so it's and I, i've seen some really good digital art you mm-hmm. know what i mean and then but then i look and i'm like oh man i can tell i can you can kind of see that step pattern a little bit in one spot, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where it's like, you, you see that brush where it's got a little mark and a little mark and a little mark, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm like, oh man, it's not it's not an oil painting or something like that, you know what I mean? Because there's something different too about looking at something digitally and then looking at a painting to where you can see the the grooves of the paint yeah. and how it comes off the canvas, you know true. what I mean? Yeah. That's something that you can't get from a photo of it. Yeah, that's you know? true, yeah. I mean, because because I've seen people's work uh, on Instagram, you know, and it's like, okay, it's gonna be at the show, and I go look at it at the show, and I'm like, wow, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Man. And he's always I mean, a I liked it. Person. I liked it on Instagram, but I freaking love it in person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, yeah, paintings always look better in person. Yeah, that's that's the crazy part. Definitely, um, and it can't be duplicated, like I said earlier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like the banding you were talking about and something that's digital. Uh, I do this day in and day out. The morphing of the two is not a bad thing, you know. Mm-hmm. I know a great painter who uses Photoshop for a tool. And what he would do is when he can't get the mixture of the paint right, he would use the eye drop and get the CMYK equivalents mm. and then figure out how to mix his paint. Mm. Break it down that way. Yeah, yeah. so it gives you the percentage of it. Yeah. Now, uh, Sure, you gotta understand color theory and the color wheel a little bit to make it work. Work, you know, just because you mix the right paint, if you apply it on something that's the wrong hue, is gonna give you another effect. 
but I'm getting ahead of myself. The morphing of the two is great. I myself do that with Photoshop, although it's just all black and white. Uh, you know, if Monet had Photoshop, I fucking guarantee you he would have been using it. Right. Mm. Yeah. And maybe up until he was colorblind, but still, you know, it was a tool that would help right. achieve a certain specific type of goal, you know. So it's not that one's better than the other. Right. One's just been around a lot longer. Yeah. Mm. yeah. See, like, so right now for me, the way I use Photoshop will be like in setting up different compositions. Okay. You know what I mean? Because you can say, okay, this is my my canvas size, and if, what if I move something here and then move something here? You can kind of right. without without spending a lot of time drawing everything out on the canvas and then having mm -hmm. to start all that Your over. Facts. Yeah. So yeah, it's definitely like a tool that that you can use, or even like putting pictures to get so like uh, so a lot of times if I, if I'm working from a from a model, it's uh, it's typically going to be like my daughter, mm -hmm. right? So if it's going to be like a like a little sparkles painting. I'm going to do, I have my daughter, I'll set the lighting up, take a quick pic, uh, bring that into Photoshop, you know, and then I'm like, then I'm grabbing flowers and I'm putting the flowers in on her head in Photoshop, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And moving different elements around mm. that way, you know what gotcha. I mean? And, and then working from that to make a painting, you mm. know what I mean? Just like what we were talking about earlier with that, with that guy who does it with the cameras. Yeah, you know, yeah. an effect with a camera and then paints what he gets from the camera, mm. you know? You know, and, that, and I, I think what you're saying is, is, is true, man. It's, Everything that we get our hands on, we're trying to figure out, okay, how can I use this to make something? Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I don't know if that's just part of that artist brain thing to where, I mean, like, even for me, I'm like, uh, I'm like, oh, okay, I went to Lowe's, bought some wood. I'm like, all right, I'm going to kind of figure out how to make a frame. You know what I mean? And just figure it out. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know, and then some of it I like to do figuring out on my own. And I'm like, there's got to be an easier way to do this. Look it up. People have been doing it for centuries. You know what I mean? Sometimes we try to reinvent the wheel and that information is already there. Right. You know what I mean? But sometimes it's cool to figure it out on your own too. But then when you see how what somebody else did, then a whole bunch of other things click. And you're like, ah, now I can use it to do this. Mm. You know what I mean? So, you know, it's interesting because when I hear you guys say that there's this... Um, there's, you're also two gentlemen who are able to paint with paint and pick up a Wacom tablet or get in a Photoshop. You know, it's not like you're the guy who just does one or just does the other. You know, so you come from a place of like um, familiarity. So I feel like it's an unbiased opinion where someone may say like uh, digital painting is superior because the the cost is lower, the accessibility is greater. Like some kid in the rainforest can't paint oil paints, but he can get an iPad and an eye pencil and learn how to do that. You know, so it's, you know, for me, I, I look at it like I don't, I, I don't think about if it's dying or anything like that, but it was something that was said to me and I wanted to get your, your opinions on it because of where you guys are at professionally in doing illustrations, doing, you know, uh, contract work, and then also the sheer amount of paintings that you've done. So that kind of, you know. Well, even as far as creating something digitally, and if you're making that crossover into fine art, mm -hmm. what do you do with a digital file? They print it. They make it like like a limited print, you mm -hmm. know, like like Shepard Fairey. 
So can digital art be like, what is fine art? Let's talk about this, guys. What is the difference between art and fine art, in your opinions? Um, I don't know. For me, uh, fine art has a, a different different element to it as to where maybe it's uh, conveying emotion or something like that. Not like a commercial piece like that's that's selling a product. You know, but I mean, art is like, to me, is a broad term. A lot of people's you know, idea of art is different. You know, everybody likes different types of art. It brings me back to what I said earlier because nowadays in running campaigns, they don't sell you a brand or they don't sell you a product or a service. What they're doing nowadays in advertising is selling you a lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So yeah. to me, the difference between art and fine art is that there is really no difference because it's just, you know, it, it could be subjective. It's, it's right. the same thing. Someone could make a commercial with their heart and soul and a painting or just make it to promote a product and say with a painting, you know. But I think that, in my opinion, they're kind of like... And those terms thing. are both fairly elastic, but... My my next question would be to both you gentlemen. Does that mean that anything can be fine art? Well, yes. Yeah, I think it's in the eye of the beholder. Okay. So uh, can you expand yeah. on that, Vikan? Yeah. Can you I, on I mean, one of my favorite uh, quote or answers was when they asked Picasso what is art, mm. and his answer to that was, "What isn't art?" Okay. You know? You can go to a gallery mm -hmm. and stand in front of a Rembrandt, mm -hmm. and next to that, you can stand in front of a toilet bowl. Mm -hmm. I mean, what's the difference? You know, what what's the difference? I know you're raising uh, eyebrows. Yeah, okay, I'm, ra I'm raising my difference? hand. Okay, I would like to. So that, okay, what I would like to submit is okay. So the okay. So when you say you say that there's a Rembrandt and you say that there's a toilet bowl, when I think of like, okay, so the question is, can anything be fine art? Our references are Rembrandt and said toilet bowl. So my thing is said toilet bowl is, I thought like sculpture is fine art. So like, like Michelangelo, you know, like David, like all, like Bernini. Bernini is like the, like those, that's fine art to me. You know, so that toilet bowl could possibly be fine art, but it depends on, for me, like, I feel like the reason that the Rembrandt is fine art, like undoubtedly, is the level of, I, I, I don't want to say like just preparation, but it's like there's, it's like there's sliders that have to be met. And it's like, you know, and the, for me, and see, and we're turning it around so I'm talking about this shit. And that's not, it's supposed to be you guys talking about this shit. But we're talking about it. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a round table. It's a round table. It's a round table. So, but I think that there's sliders. Like, Rembrandt, look at the cloth. Like, okay, what goes into this? This is a person who has studied their craft, who is like, learning and making better decisions like supposedly on each painting right to like create a better product and in that like I just feel like in in the in the in because art anything can be art like 
you can like there's culinary art and then there's like it, okay do it, let me okay let me just start over and I'll say the simplest thing I can say it's like a cook and a chef like when I think of a cook, I think of the drunk, fat dude on a ship. When I think of a chef, I think of like this guy who thinks of texture, who thinks of plating, drunk, who thinks drunk, of your Drunk, power. fat dude in an expensive restaurant. Maybe so, but like, <laughs> you know, not like a cleaner though. No, like, I, I know, you know, I know what, what you're saying? saying. Well, see, but see, that's the thing, man. It's like art is different things to different people. Mm. I, I get, I get what you're saying, right? Mm -hmm. But somebody could look at a Rembrandt and be mm -hmm. like. I don't know who this guy is, what he did. I don't understand this, but man, that toilet bowl speaks to me. Facts. Okay. You know what I mean? That's something I would buy mm -hmm. and put in a room all by itself. Okay. You know what I mean? And treat it like it's the most precious thing I own to that person. Yeah. You, you know what totally. I mean? Totally. Like, and I yeah. went to that extreme to make a point. Okay. First of all, to fire you up a little bit and make you raise your hand because you wanted to take your turn to talk. But... Again, you know, there's a lot of thought and process and put into a, a to shape a, a porcelain bowl mm -hmm. to to the design of the holes that are in there, the amount of holes, mm -hmm. the way they're positioned, mm -hmm. and it serves a purpose. But mm -hmm. again, it's just subjective, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. Well, see, and I, see way, the way I see it, man, we're all attracted to different things naturally, right? Mm -hmm. We we see things we we like it. We know we like that. We see something else we know we don't like that. Right. So there's certain art that that you like, that I like, that Vic likes, you know, that other people probably don't. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and I, I get what you're saying, man. Like I I'm attracted to strong visuals, uh anything that that I can get a meaning out of, you know what I mean? Something uh that's important to me is culture. You know what I mean? So, if, and that's that's one thing I love about Vic's work is mm -hmm. his culture is different than yeah. mine. Mm -hmm. You know, but it's yeah. but I see him exploring his culture the like the way I like to do mine. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And explore these different ideas. You know, and then to me, when I look at at some of the the things he paints, and I'm like, wow, I wonder if this is how people feel when they see the stuff I'm painting, and they're like, what is going on here? Right, you know what I mean? Right. What, what, what don't I know about this? You know what I mean? Because people come in yeah. to me, and they're asking me the same thing. They're like, explain this to me. Yeah. What What does it mean? You know, mm -hmm. and I'm always well. I always turn it back on them and say, well, you explain it to me. What What do you feel? Yeah. Wow. You know what I mean? You mm -hmm. You tell me. You know, and then. You know, maybe I'll share with you kind of what I was feeling because I, I don't like to do that either. I don't like to just be like, "Here's exactly what this painting means." Mm, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like it's like no, I'm not giving you the answer because yep. there's no wrong answer. Facts. You know, it's like, what do you feel? You know what I mean? What does this painting mean to you? Mm -hmm. You know, but if it's something historical, I I do get that too. You know, and I do like hearing uh, things behind the painting, just like the one you were talking about mm -hmm. earlier. There is a there's a, a big event, historical event that led up to that painting, you know, mm -hmm. lots of pain, lots of healing. And so there's a story there and I'm happy to tell it, but I've, I've had people come in and, and be like, this painting is about Jesus. I see it, you know, and then I'm like, okay, you know, that's fine. You know, and they're like, they're like, man, you know, they just make that connection, you know, and then I'm like... <laughs> Yeah. See that's the thing. Yeah, that's amazing. See, James, you're a better man than I am because I couldn't let that fly, man. I'm like, no, it's not, brother. No, what? I, I tell, like, I literally that pain. I had somebody tell me that, yeah. and I was like, okay, wow. I was like, uh, tell me about that. Yeah, you know. And right, then, what you man, see? they just to them, it was a, it was the scene of like the the three kings coming to see like uh, baby wow. baby Jesus. That's what oh. they saw. 
You know what I mean? And they're like, yeah, they're traveling across the desert, you know? Because there was a staff in yeah. the picture, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. See, I, I, see okay. so you start. So okay. then I was like. I, I can understand. So that. when somebody started telling me that, mm -hmm. and I was like, wow. Mm -hmm. I, I didn't make that connection. But since you said that, I, I can see where you're getting that from. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I, I totally get it. But that, that's one of the things I love is when, when somebody comes in and they, they see a painting and they're just telling me. A story from their life and how they connect to it whether it has anything to do with whatever the, the painting was about when I painted it you know what I mean and to me I'm, I'm thankful for that you know I yeah. love it you know what I mean mm -hmm. I, I love when people tell me stories you know what I mean because that's what we're doing man we're trading stories yeah you know we're trading, trading emotions you know mm -hmm. uh, I've had people come in and just start crying and and say are you the artist yeah and then just give me a hug Wow. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it's like, wow, what's happening? You, know what right? I mean? you, just, you just feel it. Yeah, it's just powerful, yeah. you know? Crazy stuff. Yeah. I don't even remember what we were talking about. Well, we, we, were, were, we were talking about fine art versus toilet bowl versus art. No, no, no. <laughs> right. But see, okay, but, and I understand that. It's just interesting because, um, you know, and like I said, like the, the, Anything can be art, and, and it's it's one of those things where yeah, I'm still trying to figure it out because it's like, yeah, I, I want to pose this question to you guys to 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 open up your brains, but also to see you know where it's at. And, and Vic, you did a good job on triggering me with the toilet bowl because the toilet bowl can be fine art if it like I feel like if that like how you said your the paintings analog paintings. Organic paintings, they don't have a digital file, right? So in that regard, like, yeah, man, I think that if it's uh, something that an artist put their time into, because any, it's weird because anything can be art. And a lot of times we do things with different intentions. So it's like a culinary art. It's like we all have great cooks in our family, right? Like our grandmother, I guarantee you like all three of our grandmothers are fantastic cooks. Would we consider them, would we consider them to be a chef? We call them cooks. Like we don't call our grandmother chefs. Why not? Is it because, you get what I'm saying? Like why when your grandmother is so good at cooking, like why is she, why would you not? Well, see, and then I think it comes back down to what is your definition of fine art? Is mm -hmm. fine art something that somebody will pay for and Hang on their wall, or is fine art just fine art? Yeah, or is it, or is it just art? But I guarantee you, any chef would love my mom's cooking. Facts. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. But yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> I see what you did there. I see what you're doing. Okay. See that's thing, hot you today. Can, you, from you, the perimeter. We can go round and round on on that man, like all night, because we, you know, it, that's that's always a big debate. Mm -hmm. So what I do. Is I, I respect any artist, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whether I connect with their work or not, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Because I I've seen some work, and I'm like, ah, it's not for me. Mm -hmm. You know, as soon as I look at it, I'm like, I mean, I, I see, I can kind of see what you're doing. I can see your themes, but man, this is just, it's just something about it's just not connecting with me, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm I'm self aware of that. You know what I mean? Sure. But then I'll talk to somebody else, and they'll be like, man, you see this guy he thinks he's an artist? You know what I mean? I'm mm -hmm. like, he is an artist, right? You know, he's he's yeah. he's an artist. I mean, yeah, you know, right. You know, and they'll be like, but it doesn't look anything like your art. I mean, it doesn't. It's not supposed to, you know, or it doesn't have to. Mm. You know, it's just it's just different. You know, right. I, I would like to attack two things. Number one, 
Vic, I see what you did there. And the chef would like your mom's cooking or your grandmother's cooking because of the sliders. She knows how to season. She knows how to not overcook the chicken. She knows how to make the fish taste moist. Those are the sliders. So, of course, they're going to like her cooking. The question is, is why don't we put that title on them when they're at that level? And also, I feel like I can, I can relate to what James is saying in this whole art because people do that to me as, as well. And there's this like people who don't do art, they come, they look, and then there's this competition that they think that we're in. And you don't have to put down, you know, Johnny Acrylic to make me feel good about myself. You know, and that's the thing. It's like Johnny Acrylic still needs to spend his time, his money, his effort to create paintings. And there comes a certain point in your life where you realize we're all part of the same organism. We're all in this together, right? We all have to do the same shit. We got to put our shit to the, to the canvas, to the panel. So no matter what, you should respect your peers for doing that. Liking them as a person is secondary. Respecting what they do, I feel like we should all do that. Yeah. And again, uh, you know, to stand up for some of the acrylic painters on your podcast, uh, mm -hmm. it's a new medium. Mm -hmm. you know? It's only been around for 70 years. Mm -hmm. And who's to say that, you know, uh, one of our Renaissance painter wouldn't have chosen a less toxic type of material Ooh. to work with. Okay. Shots fired. Okay. You can thin it out. Use it like watercolor. You can thicken yeah. it up. Yeah. I, I bought the very first two tubes that were brought to Fresno from Allard's that's gouache acrylic. Mm. And they're amazing. You know, I mean, it's, it's one of those things where if it was around, mm -hmm. people would have used it. You can go again to any museum and see a lot of acrylics yeah. hanging. So, this is true. Yeah. I get paint shamed and other people will come in here, oh man, these are great oil, oil, oil right? I'm like, damn. No. <coughs> but yeah. That must, okay. Yeah. Okay. But I love the banter. And the, yeah. one of the things you said was that you don't want people doing the same thing as you. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, yeah. And that's something that, you know, mm -hmm. is so beautiful about it. Is that, you know. You, my whole thing, though, honestly, Vic, is I'm a firm believer in just merit. Like, how does your shit look at the end of the day? Like, are you painting hot shit? Like, if you're painting hot shit, who cares what you're painting with because you're painting hot shit? Yeah. Now, every like, if you ain't painting hot shit, then we need to have a conversation. But if you're painting and yeah, it's yeah. hitting, who? Because there's acrylic painters that we all know, like yeah. oil acrylic. It is. It's like a. I feel like that as long as you know what the fuck you're doing, you can do it, you yeah. know, and yeah. it is like, I didn't, <laughs> you know, it is like, I, I would hope that you, it's, I would hope that, well, I know like with what you do, it's, it's, you know, you're at that point to where it's like, dude, I'm not tripping, but it would just suck because I never, I've never thought about you when I think about you. It's like being acrylic shamed yeah, or yeah. any, like how you said yeah. that, that never even yeah, comes yeah. in my mind. Yeah. But, it's, it's, even talking about that. So my brother, uh, he's a great artist mm -hmm. and he, he loves acrylic. Mm -hmm. He paints, he paints all in acrylic, mm -hmm. but we'll have the people come in and look at our stuff too. And they'll be like oils or, or acrylics. And they're like, you know, it's it's a it's some like what yeah. difference does it make? Right. Do you like the painting? Yeah, yeah. exactly. You know what yeah. I mean? It's like mm -hmm. what what are you feeling? Mm -hmm. You know what yeah. I mean? It's yeah. I don't know for and then for me, uh, I just I like I like using the oils, man. I like the way they they work. 
Uh, there were some challenges in the beginning. Uh, some of the some of the my process tends to be a little bit slower, mm-hmm. so oil staying open longer works for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, the problem I would have in acrylics is it would dry before I can I could use the paint that I was using. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I would I don't know how many times trying to paint something and I'd have a big old thing of paint that dried up. You know, and I'd have to try to mix that color the mm-hmm. same as I mixed right. it before. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, my brother, on the other hand, his process is fast. Okay. You know, so he's like, I, 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 I got to get this done. I got to get it down. I can't wait 24 hours before I can put another coat. It, it's, thing, it's, it, it not being open, let me tell you, man, it's a nasty dance with acrylic. I come in here, it's either too hot or too cold, meaning that I have that fan on or that floor heater. And my acrylic acts completely different. Yeah. Every mm. second. Wow. From brush to canvas, like I have to spray, I have to dip, I have to, you know, it's crazy. See, wow. but you've got your, that, you've got your method though. Well, you, you know how to deal with what it's doing. There's and that's, a method. Well, we don't have to deal stuff. with that bullshit. Yeah. That's what he's saying. We don't even got to deal with that. But, but on, the, on the flip side of that, there's things that oils do that are did like uh, like raw umber mm-hmm. will dry like that. Yeah, that's different. Like titanium white different. will stay yeah. open a week. Different rates, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. We're, good. we're so good. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, and the whole, you know, fat over lean. Uh-huh. You know, there's different principles yeah, that you exactly. got to stick to yeah. and, and working in that meeting. But it, like anything else, man, just like I was saying, just it's just another tool. It's another thing you got to learn how to do and you got you to figure out how you're going to work in that work environment, right? Mm-hmm. Or are you going to work with that with that medium? Mm-hmm. You know, how are you going to get yeah, it to do what definitely. you want it to do? I mean, because just like what you're talking about, different things, man. Like I love, I still love charcoal too. I see some guys do some crazy stuff with charcoal. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You know, and I, and I I see that, and I just I'll just be in awe of certain mm-hmm. certain things. Yeah. You know, just charcoal the the kind of emotion that you can get with just charcoal. You know, mm-hmm. and so that's one of the other things I always push myself to do when. Uh, in between a painting, I'm like, all right, I'm going to do a charcoal. I'm going to knock out a charcoal. You know? Sick, yeah. You know, always trying to do something different. You know, I'm trying to learn something. That's great. Yeah, so Ricky, yeah, like talk about your drawings because I always see paintings and then you have this wall. But I noticed you do like a lot of like, I haven't seen like your drawings. So like you took them somewhere. What's, what's yeah, up with that? I, I usually I have uh, illustrations at work, you know. That's not discouraged at work. Uh, illustrations at work. I mean, hell, today we did like a, we did a, I, I took Plato to work and Ooh. we had everyone do a, a, a portrait. Oh, wow. Kind of exercise, you know. Tight. So, yeah, I, I usually have them. I, they are taught. Mm-hmm. I refer back to them every once in a while and if okay. I make something out of it, I usually, you know, either destroy it or whatever. <laughs> but yeah, I'm usually always Drawing, drawing traditionally, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what's up. Hey guys, we're about to go to a short break. Stay cool. If you gotta go and get another beer, get that. You gotta twist one up, do that. If your manager's rolling around, put your AirPods in and uh we'll be right back. And we're back. Episode twenty-five of the Art MBS podcast. The podcast by artists, for artists, and art lovers. Recording. Pre-recorded. Hella pre-recorded. From Broadway Studios, Fresno, California. With my illustrious guests, James Martin and Vicken Masoyan. How you doing today? I've had a few drinks, so I'm fucking up you guys' names. Cheers. Cheers. (laughs) 
Cheers, bro. So we're back. So, where do you guys see like you've we we've been painting? Um, what's what's next for you, gentlemen? As far as like the art game, where where you guys kind of trying to take take your art to? For me, man, it's just trying to catch up with all this stuff in my head. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? I've got pieces that I forget about painting, and then I remember, oh yeah, I was gonna do this one painting. You know what I mean? So it's just it's getting a workflow to where mm -hmm. I can I can get these things done out these visions out of my head and, mm -hmm. and get what I'm trying to say on the canvases you know what mm -hmm. I mean and then so my goal as an artist is always be is always to be challenging myself you know and growing as an artist and then uh, on the other side is always going to be you know reaching more people you know mm -hmm. what I mean reaching a, a larger audience mm. you know what I mean getting uh, getting my work seen you know yeah. what I mean because that's I mean because I can make a painting, if nobody sees it, it's just for me. You know what yeah. I mean? But I want to get, just like what we were talking about earlier, I want to get it seen by people, and I want to be able to to have that interaction with people, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's that's all. I don't know. For me, that's that's a big part of it. You know, and, and I, I actually, now that you're bringing that up, I never really thought about having my painting somewhere where I can't be there to interact with people. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Now that now that you mention it, when, if somebody's looking at something and I'm not there, I don't know what their reactions are. But well, yeah, their reactions are going to be their reactions. Mm -hmm. But for me, what I get out of a lot of it is my my interaction with people. You know? yeah, part of me sometimes, Jay, is I think like I like to put like a white person in my studio and like see and like and like to have them say they the, the artist and put a hidden camera and see the response that people give to someone who's not me painting the same stuff. Mm. Because imagine like if it was like, just for example, like if it was a Hispanic lady who was painting your work or like an Asian man who was painting your work, Vic, like th the response may be different. And like if you were out of that arena and you're just watching as like a spectator and seeing like, or maybe it was someone who looked like you just to see like, okay, what is the response when I'm not there? Because you guys both know that no one can tell the stories like you can. Like, so if, if that person's not there or if it's your, if it's your better half, like I'm sure you guys talk to your wives enough to where they could, if push came to shove, they could sell your work. Like, Hey, I, he's talked about this so much. I know like the story behind this painting, but if it was some random actor, mm -hmm with your work the the interactions will be totally they may be the same to a certain degree but then where you pick it up it will be different you know so my my thing is I, i'm interested in like what are these interactions what would they be like if i weren't there and yeah. it was some other figure who was the air quote artist hmm. so so i've had times like that where mm -hmm. i'm in my studio and people don't know i'm the artist you mm -hmm. know what i mean they just think i'm just another guy Mm -hmm. Looking at artwork, and yeah. I, I've been that fly on the wall just to hear mm -hmm. them talk about whatever they're talking about, whether mm -hmm. they're critiquing my work, you know. And I'm like, "What do you mean that eye's too small? You know what I mean? That eye's perfect, you know. But, you know, just, just just listening to people's critique, you know, it's yeah. like, yeah. yeah. And so I so I've done a little bit of that, or even at even at artists, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Where I'm not like the only artist in there; it's yeah. a big collection of artists. So when I go to those shows and I'll kind of hang around my paintings just to see what people are saying about uh -huh. them. You know what I mean? Because then you almost get that unfiltered. Yeah. You know, you know what they're really thinking. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? You know, whether they're, whether they understand the culture, whether they connect to the culture, whether they appreciate the art, or whether they say, man, this guy needs a lot of work. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And yeah. You get all things. I, I had two guys in my studio, like, 
making jokes, you know, making like uh, like inappropriate like racial jokes, mm, Indian jokes and wow. stuff like that, you know, and I'm like, what are these guys doing? Yeah. You know, I'm like, what are they thinking? You know what I mean? And it's like, that's part of that is is why I do some of that art. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. that 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 culture appropriation. You know, yeah, they think it's they, all right. You know what I mean? And they'll they'll make those certain comments. Okay. You know, and I'm yeah. like, oh man, see, this is why that's that's not okay. I mean, you're really making light of something that's. Why, why don't Why don't we just know? do a studio swap? Our That's office. what we should do. I go to your place. Uh -huh. and you, you come, come here. Yeah. Go, yeah, we all swap. That'd be hilarious. That'd be hilarious. We'll sell all our shit. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> For real, that'd be great. My hair, everything's sold out. Yeah. Oh, man. It's interesting that you would say that, though. Because I feel like America's indigenous people, I mean, as fucked up as it is to say, we still have the Washington Redskins, and that right. should change. You know, so like the fact that they haven't looked at that and been like, "Hey, like the NFL needs to change the Washington team, the MLB needs to change their Cleveland team." Like we should, because it's still Cleveland well, they, haven't they, changed. They right? uh, they, they they retired their mascot. They're not going to have that guy anymore. But is uh, it still called the Indians, though? Yeah, yeah. I think they still have the same name. So I, I have that conversation with people all the time. They're like, oh, these guys are too sensitive or whatever. Uh, I'm like, would a team fly called the, the Washington Blackskins? Or the Washington Jews? Or the, or the Washington... Or <laughs> the New York so, Jews? So, New so York Jews would be crazy. Yeah, so they're just... They're associating a color based on skin, mm -hmm. right? So, and so the yellow skins mm -hmm. and their... Uh, and then their logo was like an Asian person, mm -hmm. you know, a stereotype. Right. You know what I mean? You know, or the or the rednecks. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? The you know what I mean, or something yeah. like that. Any any you could take any race and make something inappropriate about them, but for some reason it's only okay with with indigenous people, Which Native is Americans. Nuts you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, any other race, you do something like that, it would like people would go nuts. I'm curious as to, yeah, that, and that's, but that's what I'm wondering though, Jay, is like, why is that shit still flying? Like, like, it's in the capital, and it's like, you either dumb or you stupid, you don't know that shit's wrong, like, like, you're either dumb or stupid, and it's like, or rude, you know, because red skin, like, it's, and then the, the thing... Atlanta Braves doesn't sound as bad. That may well, see, be a, a, a Brave is like a warrior, right? Though, right? Yeah. yeah. See, so I, I can dig that, or, or even like the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, you know, and then a lot of the problem that 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 the community will have is that people will wear what they think is uh, appropriate to wear, like headdresses. Mm -hmm. You know, to the games. Uh. You know, and then to to a certain people, it's it, that is sacred. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like mm -hmm. I was trying to have this conversation with somebody the other day. He's like, I don't understand the big deal if, if a girl wants to wear a headdress and you know take pictures or whatever. Well, I don't understand. I'm like, you don't understand to, and in my tribe does they don't wear those type of headdresses. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. So I'm like, but here to to the tribes that do that is sacred to them. Mm -hmm. There is a great honor that you have to earn to be able to wear that. You know what I mean. Right. So what's sacred to you? You know what I mean. And the guy's mm -hmm. like, well, you know. I guess, you know, I'm Christian, you know, so Jesus, I'm like, all right, so if somebody's dressing up as Jesus being crazy, you know, well, that's blasphemy. Right. Yeah. It's like, to them, Fact. that's blasphemy. Because a lot of people didn't like that show, Black Jesus on Adult Swim. Did you ever, you guys ever see that? Uh -huh. Oh my God, I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. Which, which one? Black Jesus. 
It was um, what the what's the guy's name? Oh man, it's not Slink. It's not. I forgot his name. He's a real tall brother, and he played Black Jesus. And like, <laughs> that was funny because it's like he's like he has a good heart, right? Like just like Jesus has a good heart. But people keep they no one believes he's Jesus. Number one, that's the first thing you gotta understand about the show is nobody like he's telling people he's Jesus, and everybody's like you're lying, like you're a, you're a crazy dude. You are some that you're not Jesus. So nobody on the show but like three people believe he's Jesus, right? Mm. But messed up things happen to him. People do him hella dirty. And he's like, I forgive you. Mm. Like, I forgive you. That's, that's what I do. Like, I'm not tripping. You know, so it's, but people who are like really into religion, they feel like They'll that show offended. will be blasphemy. Yeah, yeah, they're super offended, right? But at the same time, it's like, well, if Jesus were around right now, nobody would really probably believe him. Like, if, if he was telling people I'm Jesus, like, and you're just some, like, Tech, all the stuff out the Bible qualification, just some regular dude. Nobody's gonna be, you know, like so. It was really, it was a good show. You guys, if you go and watch one clip, you will laugh. That shit's funny, man. Um, they were mad also because he was smoking weed, but at the same time, like what people hold sacred, and that's what we we're talking about. So if it's something like in headdress, because that was my thing too, and it's good that we're talking about appropriation because I want to dive down this hole. And I gotta figure out how to ask you this question. Um, okay, so would you consider? I gotta figure out because I don't want to give away my alternate agenda by asking. Like, there's a way you gotta do it. Um, fuck, bro. So, like, I'm just gonna come out and say it. So, is there any way that so? Okay. If someone's not of, like, the culture of, like, let's just say, like, a Native American or indigenous people. Like, if they're not of that culture, and I'm trying to use this because I've seen this with, with black people. So, I'm just using you for an example. Don't think that this is this is something that I've seen with my people, and I'm using you to answer a question. So, if they're not that culture, and they're painting those people, right? And they're painting them... I would say just for monetary gain. Do you is that appropriation? Do you feel like that's appropriation? And yeah. how does someone and and my latter part of the question because it's a two part question. How does someone who is not of the culture paint it without appropriating it? So this, this is something that like that we that we go back and forth with, and you know, and, and just like uh, like we were talking about earlier, what what is art? So everybody mm -hmm. has their own opinion. Mm -hmm. So there there are people in the community. Who could be seen as militant, right? Okay. Uh, decolonization. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean. I don't know if you've you've heard that term, but it's uh, have you have you heard that decolonize? Mm -hmm. So I mean, it's it's a it's a big thing that people talk about, mm -hmm. and then some people will almost shame other people on it based on like, oh yeah, you're you're just colonized, you you know, you're just you're euro washed, you know, this and that. But it's so everybody has their so own. We say whitewash. You say right. euro washed. Yeah. They're so, nice. but it's like. So you're colonized, right? Mm -hmm. okay. But it's like, how could you not be affected by the time that we're living in, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, you went out and you bought that shirt from somewhere. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You're buying your food from somewhere, you know? So maybe this, there's a, there's a whole big scale, like you're saying with on that. But for me, what, what I don't like is when someone like you're saying, he's outside of the culture, he has this idea in his head of what, what my culture might be. 
and he's going to paint his interpretation of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's and it's typically, you know, a native woman with some kind of weird face paint that he made up. You know, it has nothing to do with that culture. She's half naked in front of a moon with a, a buffalo in the background. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like Bro, that oftentimes stuff. Oftentimes they're not even, like nine times out of ten they're not even native. It's like a white woman who got right. photoshopped. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Because like, if I mean? you look it's at like, the nose and the chin, it's like, bro, come on. Yeah, it's like it's on, everything. When I when I see those paintings, man, it just, it really, it like, it makes me, it makes me cringe. It's like, ah, uh, you know what I mean? And okay. then even... Like so, so there's this artist I found recently who's uh-huh. pretty legit. He okay. sells his paintings at a, a really high price, and I'm like, man, what tribe is this guy from? Because something in the regalia just didn't make sense. I'm like, I'm trying to figure out, you know, are they planes? I'm like, where where is he from? Okay. And, then, and then when I look at him, you know, just a white dude, okay, painting, you know, and he's like, he's painting that Hollywood Indian, mm. you know. It's like it's that idea that that America has of what a Native American person should look like mm. based on the movies with John Wayne. Facts. You know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like everybody has to fit into that category. But but his his paintings are, are legit. His skill is, is top-notch, right? Mm-hmm. So when I was looking at his painting, I'm like, man, I really want to like this painting. But there's something just... Even that, I'm just looking at it, and I'm like, gosh, oh, she's like... This none of it was matching up culture wise to me, right? See, yeah, that's okay. I'll be feeling see, like that. Thank you. I'm not crazy. Okay, see, you guys send me R and I'm else, not crazy. Continue. Anybody else who's who's not who's not in the community would look at it and be like, okay, wow, this is you know, an, a, an indigenous woman, you know, Native American woman, and it's it's amazing, it's beautiful, mm-hmm. you know. But anybody who who is in that culture at all and knows parts of the culture like they'll see things that just don't add up mm-hmm. you know what i mean it just doesn't make sense you, you know let, and let, it's, me, let me let me ask you this please. Uh-huh. if someone were to paint something specifically from your tribe that isn't of your culture but is abstract and titled it exactly something that was historically correct would that offend you uh so somebody painted something abstract but then entitled it as something else see now i guess it it depends because i have been offended by that you know by certain things and i'm like because i've seen things um i've seen artists paint things i'm not going to name name any names and Mm -hmm. i'm like that doesn't make any sense they don't know what they're doing Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and then they'll They'll paint an, an historic figure. So, so to me, Sitting Bull, right? You could paint Sitting Bull. You could paint Sitting Bull. Mm-hmm. He was, he's in a his, historic figure Facts. that is, is out there and he's known, mm-hmm. right? And everybody paints him. I painted him. My brother paints him. You know what I mean? You, you don't have to be from his tribe to paint mm-hmm. him. But I've seen people paint somebody else and be like, here's my painting of Sitting Bull. It's like, no, that's not... Wow. That's not sitting bull. You know what I mean, or or mislabel what they're painting. You know what mm. I mean, or or even use it and then make a statement that has nothing to do with what those people in that tribe went through. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, so it's it's stuff like that, and I'm like, ah, it's not really. You didn't get it right. You know what I mean? I'm not gonna. But I'm going off to the other side. If it was abstract and you couldn't even tell that it was. Anything, no sitting bull, nothing. I mean, if it was abstract. Okay, so if it's an abstract painting and it's an it's an artist's interpretation, I mean, I'll look at it and 
and make my own decision on whether I like the art. But no, it's not going to offend me. Okay. Like if somebody's so from my culture and my tribe, if it's like Chief uh, Push Mataha and somebody did a, an abstract painting and they labeled it that, I'm like, okay, to me, that's that's their expression of what he was. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah. if it's Sitting Bull and they say it's, you know, a Choctaw chief mm-hmm. or, or vice versa, right. you know what I mean? Then yeah. it's like, no, you got it wrong. You obviously don't know what you're talking about. Right. You're confusing yeah. Ray Charles with Stevie Wonder. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's like not all blind people. Not all natives are the same. Like, they're not. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. See, okay. So my next question would be, okay. All right. All right okay, okay, okay. So my next question would be, because this is, you this is all going like great okay so sitting bull so what if a person because okay i'm gonna tell you and i can't let let me just say from my personal experience because this is hard for me to like use your culture james as an example like it's a lot easier for you for me to use mine because i'm not in your culture so i can't okay so for me like People paint black people all the time. Like white, there are white people who just paint exclusive. They just paint black people because they they like it. For me, like there's this thing, and you can paint whatever you want to paint. I'm not gonna tell you. I'm not. I'll just. That's what it is. For me, I feel like this. Like, if you're if you really like have love for a particular culture, like okay, let's. I'm just gonna. All right, fuck. This is my show. Fuck this. This is my show. Let me get to it. If you really fuck with black people, right? You would paint like your homie or you would paint like, you know, like one of your friends or like like these people who like mean more to you. Like if you're in a relationship, you would paint like your black girlfriend, like as opposed to I feel like people who paint like celebrities and things like that to make a dollar. I feel like that's more appropriating than someone who loves the culture and is like, hey, this is my homeboy Tyrone. I'm going to paint his picture, you know, like that type of stuff I would respect now. I don't know how many people have indigenous friends to paint them. So I can't say like, oh, because honestly, I would have to call you and Bobby. Like, and that's if I was ever to do that, that's the only, okay, these guys, that's it. But I I would say like, if you're painting, because a lot of people make their, you know, they make their dollars on the, on the celebrities and, you know, so it's like, I'll paint paint a Drake or a, yeah, or a Tupac, right? But like, I'll paint Tupac, but I'll never paint my homeboy, Billy. You know, so for me, it's like, well, why doesn't Billy deserve a painting? You know, like, why why isn't Billy worth your time? And you could because say, well, so if, if, his, if his end goal is to sell a painting, right. nobody knows Billy. This but, is true. But, but is that what's bothering you? Is that if someone is painting fan art of someone who's popular? It's, okay. Is that the end of the question? Is that the, is that the problem? Like, let's say... Someone's painting a famous black person. Okay, that's my question. Is, okay, is that, yeah, I'm but sorry they're they're me. painting fan art specifically. Is that is it the offense hmm. that they're not painting? Okay, now nah, I never thought about that. Before. Yeah, I never thought. See, like, and that's good. See, Vic, you you gave me to think about. I I think about it as a whole, like a seven course meal. Like, if I if I'm a painter. I can paint whatever the fuck I want. Like, I don't. I'm not just like stuck to. Morgan Freeman and Samuel L. Jackson. Like I can paint like whoever I want. I'm not just stuck to like Lou Diamond Phillips. I'm not just stuck to whatever. So like I don't for me like 
the, the question that you ask, like when I look at those paintings, that's not what I see. What I see is someone who is capitalizing off of something instead. And maybe that's just me like in what's in what's in my head and what I feel like should be portrayed. And that might not be right. It could be hella wrong. I'm probably hella wrong. I probably sound crazy to everybody right now. But for me, I feel like, okay, if you're one, if you want to make a buck, that's one thing. Okay. But if you want to show that you really like fuck with us, like you really are an advocate, because that's what a lot of times it is. Like they want to make, like people want to make it seem like, oh, like I'm down for black people and oh, I, like I'm woke and shit. But it's like, you're making the money. You know what I'm saying? Like you'll paint a Nipsey, you'll paint a Pac, but like you won't paint your homeboy who was there when you didn't have no money and bought you a chicken sandwich. You know what I'm saying? You won't right, paint right. like your homegirl who got you through depression. Right. So like that's all I'm saying is it's like I look at it, you know, and it's just like James uses his daughter a lot for as his model. Like that's close to home. That's close to his heart. He could go and Google any beautiful Native American woman. Look, he could find like a few. If, that and would, if you do that, what you'll get is the chick with a boom and a buffalo and a wolf and a dream catcher. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I guess for me, the problem that I have with it is like if you're, in, I don't think you have to be Native to paint somebody who's Native American. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Or like if I wanted to paint somebody who was oh, yeah. Armenian or something. You know what I mean? But I think that you would respect it more if I understood the subject and what I was painting mm -hmm. you know what I mean so I think that's that's kind of my thing with people who do that like kind of what you're saying they're like okay I'm gonna make some money everybody likes headdresses I'm gonna paint this beautiful girl with a headdress mm -hmm. that's and the culture the women didn't wear headdresses you know mm -hmm. what I mean that's that's somebody else Taking taking that culture and make putting his own idea spin on it. I'm, I'm going to put this you know sexy chick in a bikini and put a headdress on her. Mm -hmm. To me, that's not okay. Right. You know, to a, to a, to me, I would be offended by that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? To a, I'll, even though my specific tribe didn't wear those headdresses. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But it's still I know they got it wrong. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And I know that's disrespectful to that culture. Right. You know, and within within our community, uh, women are. Uh, there's a there's a movement called the Missing Murdered Indigenous Women Movement. Mm. Um, so the women in uh, in Native communities are exposed to rape, uh, mm -hmm. kidnapping, uh, murder, mm -hmm. higher than any other ethnicity. Mm. So the problem I have a lot with even with the sports stuff is dehumanizing them. Right? right. It's it's making light of it like mm -hmm. it doesn't matter. You know, like it's okay. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and a lot of times it's not. You know, and I even have a problem with that too. So, you know, uh, Nipsey Hussle dies. Mm -hmm. I There's this artist who I seen. First thing she did is make that painting. Mm -hmm. And then the next thing she puts, sold. Yeah. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. it's like, oh, I'm like, I don't know. I like, I feel like you're just, you never said anything about him before. Yeah, for sure. You know yeah. what I mean? Well, it's, it's, and it's a, it's, a, it's a chance to make a buck. Like, right. And, and you know? for me, James, I'll, I'll be, I'll, I'm going to tell you guys, I did a Nipsey Hussle painting. But here's what happened. Because you were, and, and this is so beautiful, you're here. You were on episode three. I was in LA. I was coming back from the Joe Budden podcast and he died, right? So it was, I was like, oh shit, like, that's kind of crazy. I was just in LA. He's in LA and like, not too far, boom, right? So it kind of hit close to home. And then I was like, all right, you know, there was a point in time, I like victory lap when that dropped, I was really into it. But for me, here's my thing about painting celebrities. 
you you always for me I always want my painting to stand apart in a sea of other artists paintings so if I see like people are using a, a, a image I'm going to run from that image but I find you know most people who paint these Nipsey Hussle paintings they paint them you know uh, it's like there's three images anyway what you were saying though is it yeah they are using it to capitalize but what I, I wanted it's like there's two points I want to make I wanted to tie into to Vic's question uh, which was fuck dude and your point, but the point is, is yeah, a lot of people are capitalizing off that. And that's what I'm saying. Like, there's nothing wrong. We all have to eat. We all have to pay our bills. You know, like, if you got to make a Nipsey Hussle painting to feed your kids, make that. But, like, that's whatever. But at the same time, don't act like you of the culture and about the culture when you're just exploiting the culture. And that's that's my whole thing. Like, that's, that's my whole thing. I, you know, I probably should have asked you to take it. Off the canvas, sure. And, in another form, okay. Um, if I were to cook you some soul food and you loved it, would that offend you? That's completely different. Because here's no, here's the. I think here's the, let me let me submit the question. If you were to cook me some soul food and open up a soul food restaurant and not hire any black people, would that offend you? Would that offend me? Yes, it would have. If you cooked me soul food, you made a restaurant and you didn't hire any black people. Yes, it would offend me. But. If I cooked it for you, you would like it. But if I open up a restaurant chain and there's no black person working for me, that would offend you. Sure. But the one plate I cook for you is okay. But because we're talking plate, about, yeah, because there's two different levels what, to it. But what there's if, skill and then there's exploitation. But, but what if the food is just amazing? We're still like, brother, that's just like us talking about, like, you can be a racist and be a great painter. There, like... There, yeah, there's a fine like, line. Like, there's, I'm not hating on you being yeah. racist and being great. Like, you're a great painter. Like, yeah. J.C. Leindecker always painted black people in positions of servitude. Yeah. He's a great painter, great yeah. illustrator. Like, yeah. that has nothing. There's, I can separate the art from the artist. But it's once those other things start, I got to call you on it. Yeah. It, some people like to cook Chinese food. Sure. Some people only like to cook Mexican food. Mm -hmm. Some people like to paint abstract. Some yeah. people like to paint... Fan art. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's that's just what they do. Okay. It's just their thing, right? Okay. I mean, uh, I feel like there's a very fine line. I know that there's a fine line there, but a lot of us are very sensitive. Mm -hmm. they're, they're very sensitive. Mm -hmm. And there's a reason for that. Mm -hmm. But, you know, uh, I, I, I don't see why it's not okay. For a white person, no one. I didn't, I didn't yeah. say it was. I didn't yeah. say it wasn't okay. But, Hold but on. If that's all she painted, or if that's all he painted, I'm just saying there's a pro. We were talking about appropriation and, and, and exploitation. Like there's a like there's just a, there are certain levels like exploitation and appropriation. Like what's the most popular genre of music? Like what's the most popular shit? What goes? Like who makes fat? Like so of course that the picture of Tupac is gonna sell. The picture of Beyonce is gonna sell. The picture of Nipsey is gonna sell. Right. Mm -hmm. But for me, when I have a conversation, like, it's just, it's inauthentic. And sure, you can make that soul food. You can make a plate of Mexican food. But I'll tell you what. If you have never been to a cookout in your life, if you never went to a barbecue at your homie Tyrone's crib in your life, that plate of soul food is going to be taste a little different, right? So that's not to say it's not going to be good, but it's going to be missing something. And that's all I'm saying. It's like in certain in, in certain aspects of art, cultures are appropriated. And for me, I'm like I said, if that's what it takes to keep your phone on, do it. But however, 
as an artist, I am entitled to my opinion and my mm-hmm. feelings. Definitely. And when I see this stuff, I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah you rocking like that, and I get it, but that's just what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm not, for me, I'm not, dude, I pay niggas and in, 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 inanimate objects. Those are my two things. Inanimate objects, niggas. That's it. So, I'm not, like, I'm not tripping off that, but it's like, where's your heart at? You know, it's just like when you paint the lady with the headdress who's not, like, where's your heart at? Like, okay, you got to pay your bills, but are you really fucking with us? Like, are you really, really, because if, if, if you paint the lady and, and she's violating every tribal rule, you're not fucking with us. Mm-hmm. So, like... Or so, if you so make even, so even with, even or with, if you all if you only okay, can I'm sorry. No, I was just gonna say. So even even with me. So right. So uh, I'm Choctaw. Okay. So I paint from my culture, but I'm inspired by other indigenous cultures as well. Mm-hmm. So I'll, I'll paint different subject matters from other indigenous cultures. Mm-hmm. So the Dia de los Muertos was not practiced by the Choctaw. Okay. But that's something I paint. Right. You know, on my on my dad's side of the family, my my grandma she's Tiwa. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're a tribe from Texas, so there's a lot of Hispanic influence, right? Which ties in. So she she came here. She spoke Spanish. Spanish she's, she was fluent Spanish speaker. She made tortillas, right? Mm. But her tortillas were not Mexican tortillas. Okay. They were, I guess you, for lack of a better term, call them like native tortillas. Okay. They That's were different, right? right? They were uh-huh. completely different. And I, I'd never understood it why a kid, as a kid why my grandma's tortillas were completely different from anything I ever had. Hmm. And then growing up here in the valley, just as I've been uh, exposed to Hispanic culture, so have you guys, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, Whether facts. it's from, at school. Neighbors. You know, it's just, we, we become mm-hmm. this melting pot of cultures, yep. right? When mm-hmm. one culture starts to seep into another, you get that, that you get exposed to it. Mm-hmm. So that's something that even for me growing up, I was always around it before I even understood it, before I understood the Dia de los Muertos. It was, I was drawn to it. You know what I mean? The, the, the face painting. I didn't know, okay. know what it was, you mm-hmm. know, but I was drawn to it. So it's something to me that I paint, but I'm not from Mexico. Right. But you're not also you, not you know trying I mean? to capitalize off their culture. You're paying homage to one of their traditions. See, you're See, not so, just so, pay- where, so, but if I sell a painting. Yeah, but you're not just paying Frida and Selena though. Like, let's, let's keep it a buck. Like, yeah. if you were just, see, like, see, and I got to charge you on that one. You're not just painting Frida and Selena. If you were just doing that, like, your, your, your whole portfolio is, like, based on your people, and then it fans out in its spider waves. Right. Yeah, like, I'm talking about the guy who is Native American who paints Selena yeah. and Frida, like, and well, the, see, like, so, so I've even had those people talk to me because I, I, I paint... Uh, uh, other cultures, and there's a uh, one thing I painted is a, a yaki deer dance, and mm. I, I find it amazing, right? And it's a part of their culture, and it's a ceremony that they do that's sacred to them. My people didn't do that, you okay. know what I mean? So, but I but I painted it. Um, there's there's it can and it just like you're saying, there's sliders. There's people who like you can't paint that. Mm. You know what I mean? Are you yaki? No, I'm not. You know, and they're like, but you can't be painting that. Other people from the community, community, there's a good friend of mine who's Yaki, mm-hmm. and he loves it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, they're honored that that I would paint part right. part of their culture. Because you know it's respect I mean? to the people. Yeah, yeah but if, if it moved somebody and they wanted to paint it, I mean, some people exactly. spend a lot of time in doing that. Like, mm-hmm. this is really talented artists I've seen do this, and in around town as, as well. But, I mean... Maybe I'm just not looking at this through your eyes or 
yours, you know, and trust me, I've dealt with my share of it. Would, and that's why we need your yeah. perspective, though, Believe brother. That's why, but yeah, that's why but, I have you here, yeah. though. So, so that's, that's why that's I got why you here. I think it always comes down to the person, right? There's somebody yeah. who's going to be like, I'm not okay with that. Yeah. You might have somebody who's native from a tribe who has no problem seeing a woman in a headdress. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There might be. I don't know. Mm-hmm. For me, that's just the point where I'm like, eh, I don't like that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That's So everybody, we all have our different yeah. levels of what might be acceptable. You know right. what I mean? So for me, even this other artist who's, he's, I mean, and he, he posted this painting that he sold of this, of this Indian girl that he painted. Uh, it sold for like $20,000. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So it's, you know, it's a high price painting. Yeah. And then, but to me, I'm like, He's painting fiction. You know what I well, mean? Well, and it's, also somebody who doesn't know what the fuck is going right. on. Right. 100%, 100%. There's, there's a market for it. Exactly. He's painting the idea. That's what he's selling. He's selling that idea, that, that, that romantic idea, right, that people have in their mind. Like, this is what Native Americans are. Correct. This is what they used to be, and they're extinct. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because they don't look like that now, right? You know what I mean? Uh Cause, cause I'll get, I'll get challenged on that all the time. And that, that was a problem with my self identity that I had growing up. As soon as I tell somebody, you know, I'm, I'm native, mm-hmm. I don't look like any, anybody who was in a John Wayne movie. You know what I mean? I don't look like the guys in that movie. My hair is curly. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. My hair's not straight and mm-hmm. it's not long. I didn't have a feather in my hair. You know what I mean? They expect yeah. you, Oh, you're native. Okay. Yeah. You should look, ex- you should be able to come out. Yeah. Like right out of that movie. People's expectations. Here. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, it's amazing though. That, like I said, there's a market for it. And not only that, there's a five-figure market for it. You yeah. know, someone's mm-hmm. pay- paying 20 Gs for that. So, Vic, can you talk about your outlook? Because me and James, we kind of, the two Jameses, we, yeah, we were on it. But can you talk about like your outlook as far as the topic of appropriation in art and lack of thereof or what, you know? I mean, yeah, I just, you guys were going at it. I mean, there was... Like, I mean, that was a loaded question. What do you want me to? What specifically? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Whoa! Yeah. I'm asking loaded questions on art and BS. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's what's up. No. Well, my thing was was because you said you felt a different way, and then we. I just want you to talk about, however you feel like. If you feel like, it's, like, it, do you feel like? In, in your culture appropriation, is that something that you see? How do you, how does it come across your desk? How does it make you feel? Can you, can you talk about it a little bit? Yeah, I mean, I, I've seen it. I haven't, it's, it's, this topic is deeply rooted here, you know, mm-hmm. these two topics. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I've, I've dealt with it and I haven't really taken really a, offense to it. Uh, but, uh, but I understand, you know, there's, there's, there's a fine line. But uh, overall, you know, I'm I'm okay with 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 it. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm I'm okay with it in the sense that you know, it's nice that we could do that here. You know, I come from a culture where you can't really do a lot of stuff. Mm, <laughs> this wow. podcast wouldn't fly. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. Uh, in a sense that <laughs> this nigga just. <laughs> <laughs> I'm yeah, sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I'm just you know thinking out loud. Yeah, no, that's real. I said. Yeah, this is like this. That was heavy banter, you know, like that. Yeah, it's just stuff we deal with on the day to day. It's it's pretty crazy. 
That's crazy. Yeah, I. You know what? That's real. That man. And I. This is. That's probably the first time it's ever crossed my mind of like. Free, like yeah, there are some places where you couldn't. The level of trash I talk on here. It, yeah, I can yeah. do it. Yeah, and it's pretty tame, you know. Like, yeah, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's not real crazy. Yeah, we try to keep yeah. it all respected. You know. Yeah. 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 Wow. You know, well, it's so, yeah. <clears throat> so what I got from V is Vic said, look, where I come from, this shit's light, man. We ain't, I don't got, I don't got time to do that. I can't sweat the small stuff, everybody. <laughs> small stuff to a giant. Well, see, I, I totally get that too. Like, like this guy who I'm talking about, I see his paintings. Mm -hmm. He's making money. That's his career. He's doing his thing. I'm like, okay, I'm not going to comment, be negative. Mm -hmm. Send them any shade or yep. anything like that. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. At the end of the day, it doesn't. It don't help me. Yeah, it's not. It's not really doing anything yeah. for me, against me, or whatever. Mm -hmm. It's I'm gonna do my thing. There are people out there that will call you on your shit though, mm -hmm. and that's they. That's all they do. <laughs> you know what I mean? They and uh, sometimes, man. Even when I'm working on a painting, like I, I get, the, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna post this. I'm wondering if. Uh, if anybody's gonna come come at me crazy, uh -huh. you know what I mean? And it's like it's happened to my brother. Wow, you know, and it's you know people because there are people out there who who are adamant about certain things. Okay. You know what I mean? To at a very high level, just like we're talking about the sliders, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, people are like, no man, hey, this ain't cool. You ain't you're not supposed to be doing this. Uh, you, what you're doing is against everything that we're taught. You know, whatever. Uh, and shit, mm -hmm. my, my my brother. He's he's so for the community, you know right. what I mean, and the things that he does. It's like for somebody to say he's here. He oh, is. They're they're hounding on Bobby. Yeah, yeah, uh, my yeah. My brother had to deal with an issue once, and like he just pulled post down. He's like, I'll just pull down. You yeah, know what I, mean? I, you know, I don't want to deal with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, good thing is though, there are other people in the community. There, you know, elders in the community who who immediately is like, hey, you got the wrong him? person. You know, Bobby does. This that you know what I mean? He's mm -hmm. he's That's official. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, mm. so I don't know. I, you're always gonna piss somebody off. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Not everybody's gonna love what everything you do. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, you you're gonna feel a certain way about things, I guess. Yeah. Mm. But at the end of the day, I don't think it's my job to to you tell anybody either yeah you know what I well, mean? And, and i'm the same way and i feel like that's because like how you said i'm not gonna comment i'm not gonna like that's why like i have this internal dialogue with myself that never it never reaches anyone like pertinent you know it's just like oh james oh you know oh, you feel this way oh this is some bullshit oh there you know and then you just kind of move forward and do what you do but um it was interesting because of the type of work you gentlemen do. This is a perfect time for me to bring that up, you know, to see kind of what, what's happening. Yeah, sure. We appreciate those. Shout out to Studio 23 for the party favors and keeping us, you know, good on, on the beverages. You? Yeah, man. I, I, my money is on the New York Jews. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So let's talk comedy. What you guys been watching any comedies lately? You see, you guys see, ain't, ain't good. you guys see the Chappelle. You guys see the Bill Burr. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. I haven't watched the his his last Netflix series. I haven't watched it. Okay. Yeah, but I but I want to. Mm -hmm. um, I think the last uh, the last comedy one I watched was uh, Kevin Hart's Irresponsible. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, uh, yeah it's funny, man. He cracks yeah. me up. Okay, yeah, Kevin Hart. He's yeah. I think he came here for that. Did he? Yeah, he it was at the Save Mar Center. Yeah, I checked that out, and that was pretty fucking funny. Like that's where it was recorded, or yeah. Well, well sure. I don't I think, think that. that one no, was, that one wasn't at the Save Mar Center, but he but he, he did the tour. Yeah, 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 the tour. Because cool. you know they when he does those movies, he just tours everywhere, and then oh, What's the other guy's name? He's a Mexican comedian. Uh, Carlos Mencia? No, Fluffy. Huh. Man, what's his name? Oh, the big guy? Yeah, the heavy guy. Gabriel, no. Yeah. Yeah, Gabriel. Okay, yeah, is it yeah. Gabriel. Is it Iglesias? Yeah, I, oh, fuck, dude, I'm I so can't remember. Yeah. I, I think he's funny. Okay. And and he's he's more of a, like, he has a story about coming to Fresno. Okay. Being at the Hilton in Fresno. Nice. That's like a, a funny comedy bit that he does, but... Yeah, he's he's a funny dude. Okay. I, think, I think he's funny. Yeah, see, and then and then even my my sense of humor is is different too, right? I don't mm-hmm. I don't just see everything and be like, yeah, that's funny. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It takes in my mind, you got to be pretty damn funny really to make me laugh. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Because I'll watch a comedy thing and just sit there and just not laugh at anything. Gotcha. My wife's like, why are you even watching this? I'm like, he's funny. <laughs> She's like, well, you're not laughing. You're I'm laughing. But I mean, I get the jokes. <laughs> 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 But if somebody could make me laugh, and I'm like, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. some effort will keep you watching. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, okay, I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah. that's good stuff. What about you, Vic? Yeah, I just Chappelle and Bill Burr. I, you know, those were the last two I, I watched. They were great. Mm-hmm. And who? Besides that, um, who else besides Chappelle? Bill. Bill. Burr. Bill Burr. No, uh, mm-hmm. Bill Burr. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's like. Uh, it's called Paper Tiger. He's like uh, uh yeah he he fucks, he's like one of Joe Rogan's homies he's a he's yeah. a funny little short dude you've seen him man he's pissed off <laughs> yeah. but he's funny yeah. though yeah oh, I think I did isn't he on what's he on not Netflix, Netflix. not Netflix yeah. is yeah. it Netflix mm-hmm. yeah yep. oh. his wife and him get into some good that's just hilarious yeah. that little bit about his wife he has like a red beard like a bald head yeah. and see but that it, I like intelligent comedy yeah. I love it because. When I go to watch something, I want to like laugh, but I want you to let me know that you're smart too. And Bill Burr, Paper Tiger, he lets you know like I know what's happening. I know the vibes, yeah. but I'm gonna make this joke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I see his wife was pissed, but as like a fan, that shit was funny. The way he did the bit was funny. Yeah. Um, cause he has a black wife, mm. and he's white, and like they do this like this. This thing like about Elvis, there's like a bit about Elvis and like what he did to black culture and stuff. Yeah. And the shit's funny. Oh, yeah. The shit's hell of funny. Check it out. He's yeah. 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 check He's it really out. pissed off. Yeah. <laughs> one, of, one of the things that do that I love in, in comedy is when you can make that connection with somebody, right? So mm-hmm. if it's like a cultural mm-hmm. thing, so that's why uh, that that comedian. I wish I could remember his, his name, but I just call him, we always just call him Fluffy. But like he says, like some Hispanic stuff that. Mm-hmm. If if there was any kind of Hispanic influence in your household, you're like, I get that. Yeah. I know what he's talking about. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and the same thing. Like, uh, there's some Native American uh, comics too. Mm. Yeah, and uh, you know, they're same. Same. It's like any other culture, right? Saying things, you know, about you know being put, being removed from the land and stuff like that. Ah. Joking about the mm-hmm. things that are. That are really painful, but uh-huh. making light of it. You know, do you we, have any that, but, that we uh, can look at? Like, sorry, oh, listen, you man. have any names off here? So, I'm not a name person. I okay. forget everybody's okay, name. Okay, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I thought your name was Gerald for the longest time. <laughs> you, <laughs> hey, man, hey, <laughs> you, like, a lot of people yeah. call me Gerald. Dude, that's why, because they really yeah. I had to change my Instagram from Gerald's Grotto, because people didn't understand it's James Gerald. Right. So, you know? 
So yeah, it, it's fine. You had <laughs> on my podcast. There's a few guests. Yeah, man, they don't know. But anyway, um, yeah, we can look that up. You guys uh, in the comments, if you guys find some good uh, Native American indigenous comics, let us know. Oh man, what's this guy? I'll, I'll find the one. He's really funny. He's he's actually an older comic. Like he mm. was he was bigger in the uh, I want to say eighties, maybe late seventies, early eighties. Okay. But anyway, that's that's the kind of stuff that I like when you when you get something from a culture and then you can identify with it a little bit yeah. too. You know what Facts. I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vic, can you fill the studio up, man? You filled it up. Yeah, kind of. It's kind of crazy right now. Yeah. There's nothing here. Well, I mean, from the picture that we took, episode 12 to now. That's true, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Some of the stuff was just tucked away. Because you had that one, that one, that one. The one up, the, uh, the guy in the flight, and then the Playboy bunny. Yeah. And that was it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so the the Native American comedian I was talking about, his name is uh, Charlie Hill. Charlie Hill. All right, yeah, you guys. Yeah, yeah. look him up. Yeah, he he passed away in two thousand thirteen. Mm, Recipe uh, Charlie. Yeah, but yeah, uh, yeah, but he was he was funny, mm, you know. Yeah. And, uh, and he was doing his comedy at a time when it was uh, politically charged mm. too. So yeah. Yeah. I'm sure he was, yeah, I'll have to check him out. And that's the thing now with the internet, you can go back and check out all of the bits and all that. You know, with YouTube, like any footage that this guy has, you're going to be able to see it. And that's, that's a benefit that we do have. Oh, man, for me, and I'm always trying to tell my kids, right, you know, because they're, they're younger. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, Dave Chappelle, Rick James. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you got to watch yeah. this. You know what I mean? And yeah. then, as soon as it starts playing, they're like, when was this made? In yeah. 1970? You yeah, know, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, I'm like, no, it's not that old. Mm -hmm. But it, yeah. to them, it's like, if it's not in HD, you know what I mean? They yeah. can tell the production quality is not quite there. Yeah, but crazy. I'm like, dude, this bit was amazing. Yeah. It was ridiculous. Yeah, or the one where uh, black people got reparations and Tron's like, I want it in a dice game. Tron's like playing <laughs> dice and shit. And just like, uh, Cadillac stock went up and KFC yeah. stock went up. Or like, they should be, he was genius. Yeah, Chappelle's show was genius. Oh, yeah. Oh, I like it when uh, he was uh, got Oprah pregnant, <laughs> right? You know, he comes into work the next day. He's like, "I'm rich, yeah. bitch!" <laughs> oh man, wow, that's wild. Yeah, it's yeah. Crazy bits, man. Like, yeah, every did. once in a while, I'll, I'll I'll just make a reference about that stuff and mm -hmm. see who even gets it. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I walk in, kick, kick yeah, the trash yeah, can. I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Or like yeah. if somebody have a punch in the forehead. Unity, <laughs> right? <laughs> Antoine Biggums. He's yeah. like, I don't know what was in that, but I think there's about to be some crack in it. <laughs> yeah, he's man, uh, man, fucking Chappelle. Good stuff. One of his um, his co-writers, Neil Berman. He does like uh, like shows, and you know, he's a, a real big comedian and shit. He's like a white dude, real skinny dude, yeah. glasses, but super funny. Mm. He was in a lot of those kids, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Wild stuff, wild stuff. So outside of that, um, so we pretty much, we've, we've covered a lot. Um, so what do you guys think 
like the state of art, you guys say it's never been, you know, you've got, you guys, like I said, a really good place. Um, do you think that, cause it's, it's weird. I, um, you know, I, I look around and, and I, I think about you saying like, there's no substitute for the analog. There's no substitute for the, the, like, there's no file that makes these things one of one. You know, and it's a trip because I, the more that that sentiment plays in my head, the more I think about how the how like the the marketplace is right now. It's about exclusivity, limited runs, and things like that. And there's nothing that gets more nothing's more limited than a painting that you only do once, right? Um, so maybe maybe that is maybe things are coming back around or maybe, and the, and what's crazy, the reason I pose that question to you guys is because in my personal experience, you know, I hear a lot of like, Hey, you should do like this or like, and it's always a reference to like something that's digital or like, uh, references to my paintings and how I should digitize them and, you know, do like Adobe-esque effects, be it Illustrator, Photoshop or After Effects, whatever it is, people want that kind of shit. Um, my response is, you know, that's not what I'm doing because I'm pretty confident in where I'm going. But, you know, I just, for me, it, it's a trip because it's like when you're in the fishbowl, you don't really realize how good you have it until you get out of, get out of the fishbowl, right? So it's like maybe this time where we're creating all of these one of a kind artworks is really the best time to be creating them because that's. That's a market, but then my question is like, how do we tap into, like, do you guys feel like you have to do other stuff besides painting to tap into, like, the market of people who buy paintings, or is just painting, is that, like, is that the goal? Like, do you just work on paintings, and then, because, James, you've done, you sold a, a fair amount of shit, Vic and you sold some shit, you've been working in, you know, in the in the art industry, so... I'm just curious as to how you guys see, like, is it, like, do we need to make a shift and attempt to appeal to those people who, like, are in the new age and want digital stuff? Like, do we need to make PDF ebooks or do we just keep making, you know what I'm saying? Like, do you keep doing this and then wait for them to catch up or do you try to meet them where they're at? Well, I think whatever, I think it just depends on your goal, mm -hmm. right? It's like what, what your end game is, what you want to do for mm -hmm. me. It's, so it's been two things. One, huh? one part of it for me is creating the art. The other okay. part of that is marketing the art. Mm -hmm. Cause like I said earlier, if I, if I just make paintings and keep them in my house, nobody's gonna see them but me and my family. Facts. So that's why, you know, I'm in that studio. That's why I participate in these different shows. Mm -hmm. That's why I do these other events. Marketing. You know what I mean? So, uh, I don't have it all figured out. Uh, it's something I'm still figuring out, the, the business side of art, right? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm still myself trying to figure out the best way to do that and be successful at that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, I think that today we're at a point where there are more opportunities for artists just because uh, if you look at the old model, the old model is you do your art and you try to get into a gallery because mm -hmm. that's going to yeah. be the only way people are going to see your work, right? True. Today, I don't know that you need the gallery. 
That's you know true. what I mean? Because uh, with the social media stuff that we have available to us, like being on Instagram, I have people that love my work and they they live in Russia. Wow. You know what I mean? And it's like, I, I think we were talking about this last time. Mm -hmm. It's hard for me to communicate with them because they're, they're trying to talk to me about stuff and it's all in Russian. So I got to try to translate it, you know, <laughs> and then translate back. But without that, this guy in Russia never would have seen my artwork. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And just like what you're saying, so there's no digital file for this. Well, when you take a picture of it and you put it on Instagram, you just made a digital file. Right. So that guy in Russia who's a fan of my work is unless he buys a piece is never going to see it in person so his presentation of my art is digital mm. you know what i mean so i don't know i think it's it's, uh, it's like a means to an end is why i'm kind is that right or no you well like it, so to me in in this day and age i think there's more opportunity than there ever has been for artists mm -hmm. you know what i mean yeah for somebody who's starting out you know what i mean and if they've got a great art style, a great message. They can, they have more opportunities to get it out there, as opposed to where in the past you had to have, you know, an art credential. You had to, to have. Okay, what, who, who did you study under? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And that's like, what to talk to you guys about yeah. too. So yeah, what, that's, what are your credentials? Okay, uh, have you been in a juried show? Mm -hmm. uh, have you been accepted to any galleries? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. a lot of that is is was kind of like, and see, and for me, not that I've been through that. I'm mm -hmm. just from reading things and talking to people. Mm -hmm. That was the process. Right. I haven't myself gone through that process, mm -hmm. but I know today with digital media and mm -hmm. social media being what it is, I can make a piece of art and I can sell it to somebody on the other side of the world without having to deal with a gallery. This is true. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Is there anything you want to add, Vic? No. Yeah. I mean, I. I understand the hustle, you know, and on a day-to-day -day working in marketing, it's like the cobbler's kids need shoes. I, I really don't do much of that. You know, I did Instagram. Uh, I'd be content if I just went and hung a couple pieces up in a coffee shop. Mm -hmm. uh, I'm, not, I'm not really, like, focused in on pushing stuff. I, I, I don't know if it's not just... I, you know, I don't do prints or, or mail stuff. I, I literally uh, will be hanging my stuff up in uh, Vinny Vinivici's in January, mm -hmm. I believe. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm really content with that, you know. But like you said, it's the goal of the artist, you know, what mm -hmm. you want to achieve with it. You know, if you ask me the same question, uh, you know, a month from now I may have a different answer for it. But, mm. you know. There's, it's a, it's a hustle, man. People are out there, and in this day and age, there's there's you know there's a lot of work out there, a mm -hmm. lot of work, you know, a lot. Mm -hmm. um, See, I, I think for me, um, something changed. I, I had a point. See, and I'm always going to go back to it. It was when my when my dad passed away. Okay. Something because before that, I was content to do my one painting a year, you know what I mean, sketch here and there, you know, my, my main goal was uh, raising my family, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. doing those types of things, mm -hmm. you know, I always felt like I had art, art is, is a part of me, it's, it's my passion, it's who I am, uh, but I, I was content not to be like I am now, cranking out one painting after another, trying to figure out the next thing I'm going to do, mm -hmm. and trying to get trying to get my message out there. So something 
in me changed to where it became my focus now mm. to where it's almost like a, like a legacy. You know what I mean? Mm. Uh, because I see the things that, that my dad left for me. His legacy was mechanics. You know what I mean? He was, uh, he was, he was a mechanical genius in my eyes. You know, mm. he, he engines, uh, you know, internal combustion uh -huh. that just made sense to him. You wow. know what I mean? Cars, uh, motorcycles. Mm -hmm. So that's what he left for me and my brother. That's mm -hmm. what I, that's what I have of him. Okay. You know what I mean? So I'm like, what is my legacy? You know what I mean? What am I going to, what are my kids going to be like? Dad was always doing this. Mm -hmm. What is the special thing that my dad was always doing? For uh. me, my dad was always working on something and it was something that was going to burn rubber. You know what I mean? Something yeah. that's going to haul ass. Yeah. You know what I mean? Something we're going to go have fun with the next day. Mm -hmm. uh, what my kids are going to say, I hopefully anyway, that my dad was always working on a painting. Yeah. My dad was always in the kitchen painting. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. He was always working on the next image. You know what I mean? He was always trying to get his message out there. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I, I work on cars. I still love cars. I've, mm -hmm. I've got, you know, I've got an old Riviera. I've got my dad's 56 Ford truck. Uh, I've got to get a car. So, so I always look at that too. So my dad left me, my brother, and my sister a car. And I'm doing the same thing with my kids. Uh, the truck that my dad left me is going to my son. Uh, the car that I have now is going to my oldest daughter. So I have one more car that I, that I need to get and complete before my days are done here to give to my other daughter. Wow. You know what I mean? And I have six motorcycles. Wow. You know what I mean? But it's like, it, it's rent, turning wrenches is, is uh, a part of my DNA too. Mm. You know what I mean? And, and it's like, there's, there's something that's, that's uh, peaceful about that, right? When, you, when you're out there and you're doing that. To my dad, that was his art, man. He could mm -hmm. take... He, we would go to a swap meet, a motorcycle swap meet, buy a bunch of parts, and man, he would turn it into a bike that was amazing. Mm. You know, we'd be doing wheelies down the street with it. You know, uh, actually, I had a dream about my dad just the other night, man, that I that I pulled up to his house and and he drugged this thing out of the garage and is like, he's like, grab a wrench, man, help me get this apart. Wow. And, and back when we would do that, man, it was like whew, everything just faded away. You know, whatever you're stressing about, man, paying That's the paying paying this bill, mm -hmm. uh, I got to get this shit done. You know what I mean? This has to happen or something bad's going to happen. You know what I mean? I would go to my dad's. Uh, he'd be like, man, grab the grab a wrench. I need you to help me take this off. Pfft, everything disappears, you know, and it, and it was just just me that, and him. Yeah, you know? that's cool. I, I, I appreciate that. I, I like that mentality. Uh, I, I just I look at a, a, a different thing. Like it's like, uh, I mean, if I die with all my paintings in my attic, I'll be content. You know, I think it was Stephen King that says, a good novel is written for one person. And that's what I do. My art's just for me. You know what I mean? I share mm -hmm. it with people, but it's like, it's, it's very historical, uh, like textbook, culturally, and personal, you know? And it's, I mean, I, I just paint for myself. Like, you know, it's not that I'm doing it, uh, for a buck, not that that's wrong, because mm -hmm. you know everything's for sale. But uh, I, I'm content just hanging on to stuff too. It's you know, it's it's I'll, I'll hang it up at my house if I have to. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but the the legacy thing, I get it. It's cool, and I wouldn't mind you know uh, selling it. But you'd have to. I even have to sell it to the right person. Right. I don't think if someone came in here and offered me three times as much for a piece, and if I didn't like him, I I doubt I'd sell it to him. Yeah. 
See, I totally get that, man. So for the first couple of years, uh, I wouldn't sell any of my paintings, no matter how much somebody wanted to buy them. Mm -hmm. So I'd put a price on them, and somebody'd be like, "Okay, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'll pay you that." Mm -hmm. And I'd be like, "Well, I can't, I can't do it." You know, and the next time he'd come in, I'd double that price. Mm -hmm. So, so he couldn't buy it. You know what I mean? And it's, and it was part of that thing too. Just like that. so, I definitely, I have paintings um, still in my house that won't be sold because of what they were. <laughs> Uh, what they represent to me at the time that I painted them, who I was when I painted them, and what I was going through. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's it's very personal. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it's a part of me. You know, and there's paintings that I paint, and my wife loves them, mm -hmm. and she's like, "You can't sell this one." Wow. You know what I mean? She's like, "I don't mm -hmm. want you to. I don't want you to sell this That's one." Tight. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, but but just like I said, it's something kind of changed in me to where then I became like, okay, I I will sell them. Uh, but I'm not going to sell them cheap. Yeah. If somebody really wants them, yeah. pay what I think they're worth. You know, mm. if you don't buy it, fine. Yeah. Right. You know, if, if, if you don't think it's worth that, then you don't have to buy it. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it was my brother who was making prints. He's like, he's like, well, if somebody appreciates your image and wants to have something of it, maybe they can't afford that. Mm -hmm. So how about making like something that's affordable? Right. So that's why I started doing prints. And I was like, okay, that makes sense. So that way I have something affordable that if somebody likes my art, they can buy it, put it in a frame, hang it up, or just stick it in pins on the wall if yeah. they want to. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah. then it's them appreciating it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's not depreciating my art. Yeah. You know what I mean? What means so much to me. So. Interesting. How do you feel about prints? Uh, I'm, I'm not against them. I don't do any prints of mine or uh -huh. G clays or anything. Okay. Uh, I, I, I've had people ask me, I considered actually doing some on specific ones, mm -hmm. uh, like a pre-order thing, but you know, um, I, it was in Monterey and I took a, uh, tour of Dolly's, uh, gallery there. Okay. And, it, and that's what inspired the lino cut because all that is original art, uh, it's you know it's it takes some work to do them mm -hmm. uh, you know but uh, I don't know I just uh, I I'm okay with prints I love them mm. I have some of your prints yeah but I fucking they're this awesome. is true yeah yeah man yeah, I cherish them they're awesome I I'm not uh, against them at all like there's nothing. Yeah. It's funny because you threw out a word that hasn't been said on this podcast before and I let you get your shit off. But I was just like, okay, that's that's what we doing. He says Z Clay. You guys if you know if G Clay, yeah. Yeah, Z Clay yeah. C yeah. C Clay, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's uh mm -hmm. Yeah, that's high level that's, shit. Yeah. You yeah. wanna talk about that? Well I mean I don't I don't do them either. I mean mm -hmm. I do I do what's affordable. Because mm -hmm. uh, my my end game with the prints is to make them affordable. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. So so that's so that's what I do. I mm -hmm. do you know. And nowadays, I mean, there's you can get printing tons of different places. Yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah, but I think and there's even with prints, there's different level of prints. Facts. You know. Yeah, what I mean? and Z Clay is definitely the highest of the food chain. Not with the yeah. Animals. And there's a there's there's artists that they'll do you know a limited run. Mm -hmm. And they'll number each one. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But you're going to pay a lot more for those. Yeah, you know? for sure. And those are the Z Clays. Yeah, <laughs> so yeah. you guys, yeah. So I'm going to tell you, 
if you come across a cat and their print is under thirty dollars, it's probably not a Z clay because you would if you're buying a Z clay, you probably paying about two fifty and up. Like they're like them shit saying because they're not cheap to make. Like that's all we all man. Come on, y'all. Buy some paintings so we can get some Z clays going. Anyway, Vic, Vic said, "Look, I'm good at the bank. Don't buy shit. I'll be all right." Um, so yeah, and, and it's it's one of those things where. I understand what you're saying, James, like with the whole printing thing. And I also understand not making them. My thing was, at first I said I wasn't going to make them. And then a lot of people asked for them. But what I realized later on is a lot of times people ask for shit that they don't want. So it's like, hey, you made like, I like that Homer Simpson painting. Okay. Can you make a print? Yeah. And then like, do I want the print? No. Like, the, so the print stayed... And then the painting sold, yeah. and it had all these prints. Well, I wouldn't say 20 is all of these. Because yeah. I usually do 20 or lower, so it stays a little limited. Yeah. But, yeah, it's for me now, I just try to do the stuff that I think, like, or the bet. Like, okay, this month were the two joints that I, that I would buy that I would spend money on. Um, money up front, man. <laughs> Half up front, and if you're going to sell it for 20 bucks, 40 bucks, you got 20 bucks of it. Sell it to the next cat for half off. I mean, it doesn't matter. You know I mean, if they don't come back for it, next one off or whatever it is. You know. So I always, always think it's interesting, uh, too, in what people buy, what they're actually willing to spend their money on, mm -hmm. right? You know what I mean? Because uh, I've got a, I've got a bunch of different prints. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because every time I do a paint, I'm like, man, everybody's gonna love this. No, uh -huh. not always the case. Facts. I might be the only one that loves it. You know what I mean? <laughs> So, so that's why, like, last time we were talking about prints, I'm like, dude, I do, I, I make five. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know what you I mean? You lace me with the game on that yeah, one. Yeah. And I'm mm -hmm. like, if, if people buy them, great. If not, I've got, I've got five prints of this. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. not, it's not a big deal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and and you, you do a lot of shows too. So like yeah. when you're out even on Broadway and you're like, you know. You're not gonna take your originals out right. there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You made one. And yeah. Just so sometimes I'll just do so just one. Like, this is what it looks like. Right. Mm -hmm. In real life, and here's what you can pay for. Right. Exactly. I yeah. Mean, you know. Yep. Yep. So, so I've done that, man, and I've got some. And seeing it's funny because, like, even when people come up and you and you get that feeling, they're like, "Yeah, I want something that you did," and then it's like, "Okay, you're watching them make their decision." And they're like, man, I want, I want, I want this. And I'm like, wow, really? Yeah. You know, it's like sometimes I would never guess that that would be the one that somebody uh, would buy that they connect with. Yeah, that right. somebody mm -hmm. that somebody connected with. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you know, and then they'll then they'll explain to me why. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So then it's to, for me again, it's that interaction. Yeah, because yeah, even if even if somebody picks one, I'm like, wow, because you know. I go, why this one? You mm -hmm. know, because uh, I'm always curious. I'm always asking those questions. Mm -hmm. You know, can you tell me what what does it say to you? Yeah, you know, you know, and then they'll they'll go into a whole thing, man. And I'm like, wow. And I don't know. See, and I get like I I'm I'm, I'm more excited to get that interaction mm -hmm. from somebody, their feedback. You know what I mean? Their emotion, their story, than than the money. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like you know, because because I can have the painting hanging up too. You know, and they're like, "Ah, oh, man, I'm not." I, you people will say, "Man, one day, you know, if I if I hit the lottery, I'll buy some art." You know what I mean, or something like that. Uh -huh. To them, I'm yeah. like, "Wow, really?" Because I mean, to me, it's like, 
I mean, if you wanted this painting, you could. I don't. You I'm could not get like, it. Yeah, I'm yeah. not like selling twenty thousand dollar paintings. Mm-hmm. You know what right. I mean? So I'm like, I, I don't think it's that far mm-hmm. out of reach. But you know, to somebody else and whatever their situation may be, they'd be like, man, I'm never gonna be able to buy a piece mm-hmm. of art. You know, whatever. You know what I mean? So then they're gonna like, but shit, I'll buy this print. Yeah. You know what Thanks. I mean? And to them. That's their art. They've yeah. got it hanging up. You know what I mean? And it's like I have people tell me, you know, man, I've got, I've got five of you prints out. Everybody who comes over can't believe I've got all this amazing art. You know, and this and that. And to me, I'm like, wow, that's it's amazing. Yeah. You know what I mean? I yeah. love that. You know? Yeah. 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 Well, and and my whole thing and V, I want to I want to kind of get to you, but I just want to say, I think as artists, like each of us in this room, there's there's like probably three artists who like really touched us, like. You know, and and for us, it's like, damn, this makes me want to paint. This makes, I love art. And I've always wanted to be the guy who makes someone, like, love art, who, like, inspires someone to pick up a pencil. Like, oh, I didn't think I could do this. Like, let me try this. Or, oh, I didn't think, like, I could collect art. Let me buy this $10 print and start my art collection, you know, or a small painting or something like that. Um, You know, so... I always tell, you know, my friends as artists, like we were inspired when we were kids, but like you get to a point where it's your job, it's your, it becomes your job to inspire the next generation or, you know, the, the outside world. Um, so like, what are your feelings as far as like, where like, you know, interactions and stuff like that, like it prints and what, what are some of the things you've been experiencing V? Like here, uh, there, mm-hmm. there has been. And, uh, you know, you could tell when other artists are in the studio asking questions, too. Mm-hmm. You know, more technical stuff. But, uh, th- th- again, there's the guys who request prints, which is great. I mean, it's flattering. Uh, and, uh, like I mentioned earlier, I'm, I'm not against it. But, uh, you know, th- and to inspire people, we've, we've had students take tours through here, too, which I, I love. And it's cool because the the, um, the um, instructor would take off, and some of them would hang back and hang out with me, and I just you know um, just chewing my ears off, and it, it's great. I love that. Yeah. You know? And uh, sometimes I give them materials, and they'll take off. It's it's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to the yeah. students. Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah. yeah, ma'am. Yeah, I mean, you may inspire a collector. You know, some young kid buying a print, and you know, they, or maybe he feels like he can show art. Yeah, you know, that, that, yeah. I mean, because yeah. that's that's my whole thing is like, who's yeah. the next James? Like, who's that kid who everybody's telling him he can't do it, and like he knows that he can yeah. do it. You know, like yeah, well, I've 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 offered my wall to like several, almost almost every art hop I've offered my wall to an artist that come in here and show and share stuff with my phone. Just say, hey, I got a wall outside. Yeah, there's way more traffic out there than there is in the studio. Facts. There's a lot of rubbernecking going on. I was like, that's some high, yeah, that's a high profile section. Yeah, yeah. It's all yours. Come by, bring your prints, bring your paintings, your sculptures, whatever Mm -hmm. it is. Just put it. Yeah, yeah. That's real. Yeah. That is real. You know, one thing I asked James on his episode, but I didn't ask you, was what was your first artistic memory? What was your first memory seeing art? Uh, seeing art, I believe we went to my first experience as an art. What was your first thing? Well, no, what, what was your first time seeing art? Because I, oh, I, I know seeing, his, but I don't know. Like, I like can tell you. Seeing art? Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
uh, I think, well, it was the being in church was one of the things. Mm, okay. Yeah, sitting in front of a Varaz painting, mm, uh, which is okay. another local artist who's passed. Mm. But, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I mean, seeing, seeing art? Yeah. Or, or yeah, what was the first time you ever seen, like, what did you guys, like, like, yeah, let's talk about that shit, like, museum kind of stuff, like, the first time... Like, did you, see, like, do you remember? Do you remember, like, what was, like, an experience of, like, like, maybe some art that you never, or, like, a moment you were blown away by another person's painting? Like, was there, have you ever, like, experienced that? Uh, on several occasions, yeah. I mean, damn, every time I go to a museum, really. Okay. Uh, well, talk about it. Yeah, I just, like, uh, you know, I was a big Dolly fan. I remember, you know, I, th this goes back to Prince, you know? This is a good way of tying it back into what we're talking about. Mm -hmm. I've I owned a lot of books, and I was a big surreal geek for a while. And uh, and I, I just knew and read all these books. And then finally, I got to the MoMA, and I was standing in front of a Dolly piece. And I was just like, this warmth came over me. You know, I was just wow. like, what is going on? Like, what? I, there's like, there's sand in it. Mm -hmm. Like, he's... There's sand in the painting. I mean, there's seashells. I'm like, what is this? You know, I was like, so, I mean, it's, you know, I went to the Andy Warhol opening. I was there the first day. That was chaotic. Uh, you know, getting up really close, checking out the silkscreen stuff and the hand-painted stuff you did with your favorite painter. Uh, Don't, <laughs> man. Here we go. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. Vic, Vic is trying to trigger me this yeah, episode. I love this. Good. He's going to try to trigger me. It's fine. No, but yeah. Because he listens to I, it. He knows what's going to piss me off because yeah. he listens. I mean, moments like that, I can't, I mean, <laughs> so many aha moments, you know, just that I've been moved, you know. Just, but I mean, I'm going to tell you something. I, I respect the man who paints every flavor, every, when, like, 40 cans of Campbell's Soup is 40 cans of Campbell's Soup. If you're going to go in and you're like, hey, I'm going to do a series and it's all of what they have, I got to respect you on that. You know, like, I wish, yeah, okay, I'm not even going to start. He was the first person to do anything like that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it was kind of a movement. But again, shit, I've been moved being in your gallery. Mm -hmm. I've been moved being in your space. Yeah. I've been, you know, it's, mm -hmm. things just fire me up. It can mm -hmm. be just like... That one simple stroke on your mixer bowl that just fucking fires me up. You know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. A highlight. Sure. It's like a yeah. highlight in a painting or like, come on. See, but that's a, you're like about the craft. You're a painter's painter, you yeah. know. So that's that's the thing, you know. So what about you, James? Like, where what were some of the experiences that you had? They like. So for me, man, it was always like, uh, like you, you know, my history. So just being blown away by the art from my family because mm -hmm. I was exposed to that whether mm. it was my dad doing little drawings for me uh, my aunt doing paintings you mm -hmm. know what I mean because her paintings were like my grandpa's house um, and the stuff that she was always doing just that that I knew her and would see her do these paintings would blow me away wow. you know so then it, then it was like so my aunt's collection of art books is huge so then it was like the like Frank Frazetta, you know, mm. all that fantasy stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just Frank Frazetta, the way he would do his paintings. I mean, there was so much uh, motion in them. You know what I mean? Mm. And so many like loose brush strokes. Hey, isn't it true he had no models? Like it, that bugs me out. Like yeah, that guy he drew everything from memory. Like he made it up. You yeah. know what I mean? He's like, 
what does a rabbit look like? Well, I think a rabbit looks like this. Yeah. Paint a rabbit. You know what I mean? From like yeah. somewhere, somehow he saw a rabbit and his brain just stored that image of a rabbit in his head and mm-hmm. he could he could yeah. pull from it. You know, mm-hmm. I can't do that. Like that know? one with the polar bears where they're pulling the yeah, sled. Yeah. Oh, how? Yeah, just like how? Like yeah. So, I mean, just just like what Vic's saying, man, I, 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 that's one of the things I still love today and one of the things I like doing in Art Hop, even after I'm done with whatever mm-hmm. my event, is going to hit another spot because yeah. I'll come in here, man, and just do. Yeah, like, now I do. now I could be the guy who could be like, damn, yeah. you know, that's that's awesome. You know, mm-hmm. I love that. You know what I mean? Yeah, going into your yeah. studio, going in to see other people. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, it's it's always being inspired. I remember the first time. I remember there was a uh, it was a big deal here. It was the Fresno uh, Art Museum. They actually had a tour of Renaissance paintings that came in, mm. and it was a big deal because it was one of the only stops, like in California, I believe, what, at the time. What was this? Oh man, it was way, way, way back. Okay. Uh, but uh, I came to, I wanted to go to that show, so I came to that show, mm-hmm. and then it was seeing those paintings that I'd never been exposed to, seeing them in person. Mm. You know, in, you know, even painting, like I said, if you, you see a painting in a book, and you're like, wow, that's awesome. Then you get, you're in front of it, and you're just like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what, yeah. you do, what has happened? Just boom. Way you know, different. it's just like when, you can see it when somebody's mind is blowing. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know? yeah, and so that's that's the thing that I still love, man. I still like to go out and see other people's work mm-hmm. and have my mind blown by it. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and respect it. You know what I mean? And yeah. be like, damn, uh, I need to, you know, step up my game or I'll be inspired by it. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And I think that's what we do. Like, because like, I kind of what you were saying earlier people think it's a competition mm-hmm. you know that's not what i want i don't want to compete against anybody i want to raise you up yeah for you know real. what i mean and, we I, all and I want you to raise me up yeah you know what I mean? it's mm-hmm. like elevate our skill you know yeah so i mean there's been just like what big saying multiple times in my life when i i've seen something and then just be blown away you mm-hmm. know what i mean and just have that that mind-blowing moment you know where like it changes your direction and what you're doing you know right but to your point it it come you have to be it takes a certain type of artist to say hey i want to go and check out the other artists i want to see who's going to blow my head up you know i want to see what the killers are doing out here i don't got it all figured out i'm not the you know so like i feel like yeah we we have this appreciation um but it, it takes a certain like you got to get you got it takes a certain level of maturity i'll say that to be able to appreciate without like Without hating or without thinking somebody because you could do a paint somebody can do a painting, be happy that they did the best painting that they've done in the last three months, and then it's easy to get um, to misconstrue that like self-imposed joy of hey I conquered this demon I've had like um, it's easy to confuse that with like arrogance or like like uh, shallow confidence, you know, where it's like, no, we have to work, we have to learn, we got to do this stuff. After I'm done working, I'm going to go and check out, because I enjoy, this is funny because the same stuff James, see, but the difference is James does it after Art Hop, I do it before Art Hop. So that's like, I'll get like, I get here, I'll go out 5 o'clock, I go all around, and I get back here like 5.30. You go, you do your stuff, and you come after. So it's the same yeah. thing. So I'm like, okay, I'm not that far off with what I'm doing. He's just doing it late. I'm yeah. doing it early. Yeah. You know, but I, we want to see. I do the same thing, mm-hmm. too. Yeah. It's, it's oh, yeah, you always come through. Yeah. <laughs> you always, and yeah. then, uh And then, because um, traffic doesn't pick up till later, too, but... Uh, 
it, 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 it just taking a lap like that just fuels inspiration. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. uh, and it just, you know, you use your cup, your creative cup, all day long, and you pour it, and then you got to fill it back up. So yeah. it's great. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's always a good idea to do that. Yeah. See, I'm always excited to see something new somebody's working on too. You know, because I've gone to other artists and be like, man, this was here last Art Hop and the Art Hop before that. Mm -hmm. and I'm like, what else are you doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Let me see. Yeah. I dig this, but let me see. Like, what's the new stuff? Yeah, let me see mm -hmm. something new. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You know, so that, and the, for me, that's what I'm always like. I'm always thinking, all right, man, what do I have that's new that I can, mm -hmm. that I can put up in my studio? For sure. Because if somebody's coming to see something, yeah. I want them to see yeah. something new. Like, I, I, like, you didn't waste your gas on the same right, stuff right. that was here last month. You know, yeah. like, yeah, for sure. Yeah. I totally get that. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's wise. Mm hmm But you know what? Okay, so here's now to your point, and I would like to submit that, okay, you want to have something new, right? But how, how can I say this? It's like the, and it, it's true, like, I feel like the thing that artists have working against them is like this weird standard of a painting. Instead of like getting paintings done, you know, and that's one thing that I need to take from you guys is like getting them like finish next one, finish next one. Whereas like me, it's like I like I have like four paintings right now. Not like five paintings I'm working on, you know, but then I don't have all of those up on my wall. So it's like, but if you're finishing them, you can go into into that. Um it's just interesting because I'm trying. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, like James, why do you work like that and they work like that? You know, like they're finishing paintings, putting them up, but then you're like taking a painting. Okay, oh, I'm gonna go and then like, oh, let me do this landscape because I'm like fixing this nose real quick. You know, like <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everyone works differently. You know? yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, there's really no wrong way of doing it. I mean. Right, but I think it's like, but it's still having the work. Um, I think, and the point I was trying to get to, V, is like artists, a lot of times we have these expectations of what a painting should be, and like how you say, like, it's just, it's done, like, right? Or how James is like, okay, well, where do I want to get, I have this idea in my head, and what, like, is that line like that? And then I'm trying to push it, and sometimes I go past it. So, for me, it's like, it's like the James part to the extreme like there's this idea in my head and no matter what if the painting's not that I can't say it's done and I'm I, I have trouble like releasing myself from it you know what I'm saying like nah yeah. dude just fuck like you know like that big ass landscape on where I was working on you know Vic and came in he's like dude this is fucking man it's done you got like the realism up there you got the abstraction down there I get what's going on I like it boom you know so it's and I know that I'm not like the world's filled with too many people for me to be the only artist who has this issue, you know, of like, OK, yeah. how do you get to that point? Um, but hearing you guys, you know, talk about being focused, getting it done. And then like I, I forget which one of you, I think it was James. He said, I'll put it away. I'll come back, put some different cuts on and then like listen to it with a whole new fresh ear and a fresh pair of eyes and then it looks different because I have different music on. I may have let it set for a few weeks or something like that. So I think that's kind of why I work on different paintings, you know, because I don't, like I'll get in a, like a hole, you know, but it's like, how do you get to the point? How do I get to the point like you guys were, it's like, it's done, boom, you know. Um, so that's something that, that I can learn and pick up from, from you gentlemen 
Well, well. I, I think again, man, I don't think you want to force yourself into a method. You know what mm. I mean? I think you want to do what works for you. Okay. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, uh, and then for me, like I have probably a small case of OCD sometimes. Mm. You know what I mean? To where I'm like, sometimes I can't move on until I know this is done. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, the only time, like I'll, like I said, if I'll start something else is if it's if it's fighting me, if it's like, uh, if it's painful process. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I'm like, all right, I'm gonna put this away. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? I'll come back to you later. It's not right. that I, I'm not gonna do it, but you know, it's and it's you know, and and that's just my process. That's just what works for me. You know, I I've had uh, I've had shows where I'm like, okay, I know I have this show coming up, and I know I have these specific pieces that I want to get done for that show, and I thought. I'll make like, I'll get multiple canvases going and I'll rotate them. You know, I'm thinking in my head, how can I, you know, make this process to where I could just knock these out? Uh -huh. oh, it didn't work, man. It was a total mess. You know what wow. I mean? It's just, but, but it works for you. Yeah. Man. That may be another thing is that if you're juggling three or four pieces, uh, having, you know, it's a little more complicated to say that I'm done with this one or. What if you're done? At, how do you say you're? What if you're done with all four at the same time? <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? You're just, uh, it's it's a little, that's probably a little more complicated, too, you know, with, with that many pieces going. But it, it works for some people, and some people mm -hmm. don't. Yeah, yeah, I'm a little more like. Yeah, but it's even that's guys, what, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah, like, how yeah. do you know? Yeah. You know, and that's that's the thing. But it's you. And I'll tell you guys, like, for me, when a piece is done is I either feel like, um, like, what was I trying to learn on this? And then, like, did I learn that? Okay, yeah, there's, like, this, as long as I got that, the major thing that I wanted to learn out of this, or is it good enough? Like, like, okay, is this good enough? Yeah, all right, off with, like, it can go on. Because, like, that was with the mixer. I painted it, and I was just, like, this is this is good enough. Like I could paint this bitch for two more months if I really wanted to. Yeah. I could spend a lot, but this is like, what else are you gonna do, James? Like you gonna make everything super in focus? Nah, man. Some stuff should be out of focus. Some stuff should be in focus. Uh, Let I, it go. I like a painting to look like a painting. You know, mm -hmm. but that's again preference. And yeah, I love that, man. Like so, a lot of people will tell me that, man. Have you seen this painting? It looks just like a photograph. Mm -hmm. Like. Uh, then why paint it? You know, right, have, a, have right. a photograph. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. To me, I'm like, okay, I can definitely appreciate the skill that it takes to make something so real you can't tell the difference between a mm -hmm. photograph. But I'm like, where's the story? You yeah. know what I mean? Where I, I like, I want to see some brush strokes. Mm -hmm. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, I like, I like to see that. That's one of the things about the paintings that I like. I like when you put two things together and they don't blend. But your eye makes up the difference yeah. and blends it for you. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. then when you look and you're like, oh, damn. I mean, I could see this and I could see that angle and this angle. To me, yeah. that's that's the kind of stuff that like gets me going and blows my mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, yeah, I like seeing the frustration for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For sure, for man. Sure. There's, people, there's people now, and I'm sure you've seen them, man. They're just like... Uh, they paint like a printer. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. They they take this photograph and they basically just transfer it to the canvas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's even how they paint. Just like the way you, if you ever see a printer print, mm -hmm. you know, going line back and forth. 
you know, and then at the end of the day, he has that photograph enlarged on a canvas. And I'm like, man, I could have paid somebody to do that for like 30 bucks at Kinko's. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's definitely different. It's like dot matrix too. Like they go line by line. Right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Doing the whole thing, you know, it's and I'm like, like a crazy, like paint by numbers. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Again, so I you, you can even have that, that too, but you, you can know. even have that argument. It's yeah. like, okay, if they're just copying and they're basically doing like a printer process, is that art? Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, I say, yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I could definitely appreciate it, you know, but I could see where that argument could be made. You know what I mean? If you're just taking somebody's photograph, you know, so that's the other thing. Did they take the photograph? Mm. You know what I mean? Are you taking a celebrity photograph? Or are you? Yeah. You know what I mean? And just, just recreating that. Now you're just copying somebody else's yes. art. So that's the other thing. How do you guys feel about uh, people copying other people's art? Uh, uh, well, I'm okay with it if they're, uh, you know... If they're using it to practice, that happens all the time. If someone were to copy your right art, would you be upset or would you be complimented? You know, I think exactly what you're saying. So I, I do it too. I do it as to sharpen my skills, right? Mm -hmm. So you see a masterpiece and you yeah. try to paint it. Yeah. And you're gonna grow from it. Correct. Yeah. Correct. But and I would ask permission. Shepard Ferry got into a bunch of trouble with. Right. He said photography. You know, he got. You know. Because he used he used copyrighted uh, photo of Obama yeah. to to make his hope mm -hmm. yeah. you know yeah. you know but uh, yeah and it's yeah it was a big mess for him you know mm -hmm. uh, but I've seen artists see and it, it I go back and forth with inspiration and okay now you're just you're copying exactly what that artist did yeah. and you're being and you're saying. Look at my art. Right. Well, I you, think it's you know when I mean? you're taking from a bunch of different sources, that's that can be inspiration. But when it's just like one person, then I'm copying. It's just like if it's easier for me to take from both of you than if I just take from Vic. Because if I just take from Vic, then it's like, oh, James, you're a little Vic. Like you paint like Vic. Like, did you come out that school? But if I take from both of you, oh, dude, you're mad original. You're painting natives in acrylics with, like, you know, like, still lights. Like, it's with all of this shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> facts, right, right. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. so, but if you take from with multiple sources, facts, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Just gonna offend everyone. <laughs> there you that, go, dude. That's the next <laughs> goal, right? Or make everyone hug. Yeah, you know. That's um, it. Yeah. But that's what I think it is. Is it's it, are you taking this from a singular source and just like trying to reproduce that, or is it like I'm getting all of these from all of these masters? Because okay, like you talked about, like doing the master copy. Like I do, you know, bars and stuff. But that sharpens our skills. So when we go to paint our loved ones or whatever, the landscapes, we're better artists. It's not like we're taking a Rubens painting and like repurposing it or appropriating it for our own usage, which a lot of painters do. Right. So the reason why I bring that up is because I've seen this other artist mm -hmm. and he's copying this other artist. I'm okay. Like, okay, that's fine. I do that so too. So now I is do, he a, now is this artist, see, I'm, I'm, I just, is he like a living artist, the one he's copying? Is dude still yeah, alive? Yeah, okay. yeah. Continue. But anyway, so I've seen him take this painting and repaint it mm -hmm. and be like, here's my painting, it's for sale. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm like, that's your academic work. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's you growing. That's yeah. not... Then he's trying to turn around and then pass it off as his work. 
Is there someone over there at the studio? <laughs> I'm not going to say anybody anywhere. But <laughs> right, 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 anybody. Well, go look for him. Right? It's just something I've seen, and I'm like, I don't know, man. I just I feel like you're uh, you're not pushing your own artwork. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? I mean, I get I get copying other people's art to to better your skill. Mm-hmm. But not to be like, okay, here's here's a painting I did, and I'm gonna sell it. Do do people sell master? I guess they do. Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah do, they do yeah, sell, they sell master, master copies. copies. Yeah, because you know that's I mean? someone told me like, yo, James, at some point you should do like a big master copy and sell that shit. But you people know that. It, I mean, come on now, man. Like people know master copies when they see them. For the right. most part, like Birth of Venus is Birth of Venus. So, right. Like right. so okay so. <laughs> So the painting that you're copying is maybe not a master copy and is not known by everybody. So it's not somebody, it's not the, something that you can well, recognize. Well, that's just biting. Man. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. That's just biting. Like yeah. if I go and I paint like this painting with the elderly woman with the AR, is that AR-15 or AK-47? AK-47. With the AK-47, y'all some gun niggas. Uh, if I do like, yeah, like what are you doing here? Like what, like what, like for what? Like unless I'm learning the technique and then at that point you can't sell it because it's like one of your peers you know like it's one thing if it's if you're just learning a technique but if you're copying your peers and you're selling their shit oh no man you can't do that you can't like that's what i'm saying like the guy has to be dead for you to do like if it's sergeant yeah like you know i'm thinking we're talking like a sergeant or something like nah bro yeah john see see and i love uh john singer sergeant Mm -hmm. paintings man yeah like i'll look at his his work and it's like he implies something's there. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But to you, your eyes see it, and you're like, you put it there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, like, I love it, man. Yeah, I man. love that stuff with paintings. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I, I love seeing I always see his, his portraiture work, and I'm like, damn. Yeah. yeah it's awesome. Goes. But that, I mean, that's what's, I mean, you know, but I'm always, I have a, I have a, uh, a saying, and it's, you're only as good you're like the the artist is only as good as he is when the instructor's not around. Like once that instructor leaves, that's when you know where the motherfucker's at. Like once you're out of the class, once you're out of the burst and looking over your shoulder, and it's just you, your palette, and that surface. That's what you're made of because you go and you see all these people as they go to a workshop. They go and they, they, take, they take class and then they do like the final or they do the workshop painting and all of their shit looks different than that one great painting. And it's like, well, huh. Well, you got to be able to take uh, skills or techniques that you learn and, and bring them into what you do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it's one thing to do like a paint by numbers class. And make something exactly like the way they want it to come out versus taking a skill or technique and applying it to your work, you know? Facts. You know, and, it, and I mean, I, I, I get people asking me all the time. It's like, man, how do you do this? And I'm like, here's exactly what I did. Mm-hmm. You know, but I've seen other artists that be like, oh, I can't tell you what I do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's my guarded secret. They want you, you the know, sauce. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they yeah. sauce, mm-hmm. yeah. You know, you know, and it, and it used to be a bigger thing to where like artists would have techniques and man, they weren't shared with anybody. There's mm-hmm. techniques that have been lost to time. You know what yeah, I mean? Facts. Some of these, some of these old masterpieces, they're like, we still can't figure out how this guy was able to do this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? With mm-hmm. what they did back there. You know what I mean? To, 
achieve this, mm -hmm. you know, and it was all, like you said, it's, it was his technique, his secret sauce, and it, it died with him. Yeah, and, and, and that's kind of interesting because I feel like some people, like, they get off on that. Like, they want the secret sauce to die with them, but I don't. Like, for me, it's like, I don't want the secret sauce to die with me. Like, here it is. Here's the, like, because that really you live on the more people you teach because it's like I'm using methods from someone who's long dead, so they're living on through me because yeah. I'm using their methods. That's what I'm always telling people, man. It's like uh, you don't have to recreate the will. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, it's like... Everything we've done, people have sat here and talked about this shit before us. You know what yeah. I mean? What was their outcome? What did they find out? You know what I mean? And I think that's that's the problem uh, in our society that we do with a lot of things is we, we don't take that knowledge and keep moving it forward. We forget it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? 50 years ago, it might as well have never happened sometimes. Right. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because people today can't identify with something that happened 50 years ago because it's a different situation well not know? only that but to expand on that elders would like like villages towns the old older people elders our ogs would always tell us the stories right so it's like hey you always are informed by the generations before you and now it's like they're like YouTube is informing everyone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so like, yeah. like yeah, you can get some game on YouTube, but you're not going to get the real game. All you're going to get is some motherfucker who's never been through shit, who's reading something off of a piece of paper telling you what happened. Like, like the OGs and the elders tell you really what happened. So I feel like that, um, there's a certain level that you can, of authenticity that you can get from that. Because like information is information, but like the source determines the quality so even that so even like talking about like youtube videos i watch youtube videos of people painting mm -hmm. and it's the ones where they're talking mm -hmm. that i like you know what i mean mm -hmm. and not yeah. even particularly about what technique they're using like hey now i'm taking raw umber and i'm putting it right here it's like when they're when they're vocalizing what they're trying to achieve mm -hmm. is what i find interesting you know what i mean when he's like I'm, I'm trying to to get this to feel a certain way, so I'm using a cooler, you know, color here and a warmer. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm, yeah. That's that's what I like. I'm like, okay, that's what I find insightful. Mm -hmm, you know what I mean? Yeah. Not like, hey, you mix, you know, one part this and one part this and one part this, and you put it here. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's mm -hmm. like, hey, this is what I'm trying to do. Like I was. You and, want and, the why? Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. I like to go. Well, see, but even with the why, it, it goes into the how. Mm, you know what I mean? Okay. Like, I want to create this mood, so I'm, I'm using a cooler temperature color, and I'm achieving that by doing this. Mm. You know what I mean? Shoot, man, I, I watched this, uh, just just by chance, I was watching this artist who's a Disney artist uh, digitally recreate or just go through a Bob Ross episode. Oh, wow. And I thought that was interesting. You know what I mean? So she's watching Bob Ross, and then she's trying to recreate it digitally. Tight. But uh, just from that, like, there was some, like, oh, my God, moments from some shit Bob Ross was doing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm like, damn, I got I got to go back and watch all these old Bob Ross yeah. shows. You know what I mean? Because that guy, he, he did something on his painting, and I'm like, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I could totally use that. You know, that totally solved a problem yeah. that I was having. Yeah. You know what I mean? And even, like, the this digital artist, you know, that works for Disney, he's got a great job, you know, doing digital art. She's just like, what? You know, mm -hmm. just mind blown. Yeah. You know, and it's like, wow, it's like, 
we have all this information out there that we can tap into. And that's, I think sometimes we take it for granted. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that's what I'm always telling people, man. It's like, don't reinvent the wheel. You know what I mean? If, if you're trying to figure out how to get down the road, you know, you're going to get in your car and get down the road. You're not going to try to, to figure out how to do it. You know you what I mean? Pass the torch. Yeah. Yeah, um, absolutely. I heard that um, there's a warehouse with all of Bob Ross's paintings and he won't sell them and there's never been a show no, yeah and they're gonna do one. Oh, they're gonna do one yeah if per episode he would paint the subject and then paint it live and then sometimes would paint another one because he didn't like it so oh, sometimes wow. there'd be three paintings of the, the, the same painting and there's like just you know oh man well, maybe I was talking to you about it I was talking to somebody about this just recently too and they were telling me that they were he has them all and they were never sold, like never sold any of them. No, that's in a warehouse. All yeah. Them, all of them. Maybe it was you. Were we talking about this? I think I was talking. No, I don't think it was you. I think I was talking to somebody else. So. Yeah. But yeah, interesting, man. I think that's, that's going to be a dope too. show. Yeah. It is, right? Yeah, it's going to be a real dope show. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. The dude has some swagger to him too, though. Man. Oh, yeah. you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, you ever see yeah, he, yeah. he do this thing with his with his paintbrush and all pop 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 pop. <laughs> yeah, pop, yeah, pop, yeah, yeah, I love that. Yeah, I do that yeah. shit every day. <laughs> yeah, in honor of him when I'm drying my brush out. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was watching yeah. a video on him and it was like, yeah. First fact, we need to let you know that was not his real hair. It was a perm. What? I was like, what? And yeah, because it said like he did that and then the response was so crazy. He was like, oh, I got to do this all the time. And you know, like, I think it was 70s or like mm -hmm. early 80s. Yeah. That was a thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Guys were getting perm, bro. Perm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like big perm? All right. Uh, yeah, that was a thing. Oh, no, man. man. See, I, 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 I could never understand why somebody would want to make their hair curly. Being, <laughs> being a guy who grew up with curly <laughs> hair, yeah. I'm like, why can't this yeah. be straight? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's healthy, man. It's, it curls like a, like a fucking double helix. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You got to yeah. think about that, that curl. That's, yeah. that's DNA spirals. You yeah. know what I'm saying? For real. Yeah. For real, guys. So we're we're pretty much, man. We've been going in real, real tough. So you guys want to give up uh, any shout outs before we wrap this up? For me, uh, shout out to my my studio. Shout out to Sorensen. Shout out to my little brother, uh, my brother Bobby. Bobby Martin always uh, doing his thing, keeping it real, always inspiring me to move forward. You know, and 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 being in my corner and. Uh, He's, I don't know if you guys have somebody that you go to with stuff. Like you were saying, you have Vic come by and take take a look at mm -hmm. stuff. Yeah. For me, it's my brother, man. We, okay. we vibe off each other. We show each other our work. Mm -hmm. Like I was just thinking about that earlier. I don't show anybody really my work until it's done. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you were saying, you got people coming in your studio with all your work half done. I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, man, I don't want yeah. to show anybody my stuff mm -hmm. when it's half done. Right. You know, except for my brother. Cool. I'll be like, check mm -hmm. this out, man. What do you think? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, uh, and just going off of that. But anyway, big shout out to him, my brother, uh, my wife, man, who's who supports me, who lets mm -hmm. me uh, turn my dining room into my studio and deals with deals with with my shit. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, shout yes, out to the podcast uh, too, man. Thanks for having me out here. Yeah, yeah. we appreciate you coming, yeah. brother, coming back, Vic. Yeah. Where you got some? M shout out to Vic, man, my good thank buddy you. Vic. Thank you, thank you. Shout out to you, James. Shout <laughs> And you, James. There you go. <laughs> right, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, man. That's it.
Okay. Yeah. You're right. So we, yeah, they can catch you guys on the web. You guys, yeah, we're gonna put the stuff in the description and all that good stuff. Any last words before we um before we wrap it, you guys? Uh, no, it's the time good. for we're, we're we're out. Okay. Okay. We're, Cool. All right, we appreciate you guys coming out. You could be anywhere on the internet, but we're here, but you're here with us, and we appreciate that. Catch us again, same BS time, same BS channel. Once again, this is your host from the West Coast, James. I'm out of here like Vladimir. This is uh, Art and BS signing off. Over and out. Peace. <laughs>